is gone. Now I'm into some kinky stuff. What? D. Snyder Radio. I told you. Yeah, my baby. D. Snyder. Ooh, where's my autograph? Oh, oh. Get in, sit down, shut up, and hold on. Mm, I do. Can I please say anything, ladies and gentlemen? D. Snyder. Let's play. song is playing right now, Tito and the Tarantulas. Where were they then? Is a better question. <laughs> that crazy ride to fame. Can you be somewhere now if you weren't ever really anywhere then? <laughs> um, well, you know, it depends. I mean, in their circles, yeah. and, you know, in the Latino community, they could be superstars for all you know. It's true. How do you say, where are they now in Spanish? Cuando? I, I don't no, remember. When are they now? Three years of uh, high school Spanish isn't carrying me. Yeah, me neither. I like to make a... I like to revise my prediction, my weather prediction from the other day. <laughs> As I said, I only minored in meteorology for the six months I actually attended school, and it was almost a technical school. Um, as of today, this is the last cold day. This is when it starts, starting now. Starting now. I was just off by a day or two, but... My prediction remains the same because it's, really, it's kind of been one long period. What I meant to say was this will be the last period <laughs> of cold weather leading into a warming trend once this period of cold weather, weather is complete. Well, it's safe to say it's almost May. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb yeah. here. It's July. Go nuts. And I say this is the last cold period. It's still freaking cold. 34 degrees. It's, it's ridiculous. What is... Donde ustedes ahora? Dan speaks... Dan speaks Spanish. Ahora? Isn't... It's time. Time. Ahora. Well, I mean, that's, you know, sometimes things don't translate perfectly, as seen in the recent negotiations with China. It's K-O-R-A-S, right, is what time is it? Que hora es? We're going to do rudimentary Spanish. Donde ustedes ahora? Como <laughs> Marco. Marco. Me, me llama es Beth. <laughs> Hola, Beth. Donde está tu amiga Darkside Dave? Amigo Darkside Dave. <laughs> Spanish lessons on D. Snyder Radio? We stink. Hola, dude. We're, we're raising the bar already. Look at the show just started. We're, we're, we're enlightening people. We're speaking Spanish. People are tuning in. We're speaking Spanish. First thing in the morning. Talk about wanting to crawl into the fetal position in your closet. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Ah, Friday. Gotta love them there, Fridays. And it is supposed to be warmer this weekend. Yes. So, the positive side of this crappy weather, it has been during the week where we had to go to school and we had to be indoors anyway. The weekend is upon us. We can go out. That's nice. 
Got some uh, big show ahead of us. Of course, it's Friday, so what the hell are you going to do this weekend? We're going to tell you. And Rob Dibble always calls in on Friday to talk about sports. Yankees won one. Yeah. <laughs> Only took 17 innings. <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to be tired this weekend. Uh, who are they playing this weekend? Anybody the Red Sox. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Somebody wrote in a letter. Uh, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was Matt Tarlick. Is he the Red Sox fan? Yeah. yeah. One of them wrote in to point out that you guys are kicking ass, missing two of your best infielders, and you're still kicking ass. Yeah. Well, must, we're playing above ourselves. Yeah, that must must be acknowledged. That's for sure. And we're expecting a call. Fingers crossed from Christopher Walken. Or Chris, as I like to call him. Uh, he's in that new Fat Boy Slim video. <laughs> and uh, he is a dancing fool. Mm -hmm. And I want to see where he gets those smooth moves. But right now, it is Sean's choice. you got to press the button there, Dark Side. It is new cult. Brand new single from the cult. And I love the cult. So I'm really going to shut up and listen to this. Steve Steiner Radio. Oh, there's the old cult signature right yeah. there. She sells Sanctuary on Radio 104. Yeah. Yeah. New cult. What's that one called, Dark Side? Rise. Rise. Sounds good. Good to hear it? those boys. I like that. I don't know. I think they just might do it. They remain can... current sounding, even though it sounds like the cult. Yeah. Do you, do you agree with that? It's not mm -hmm. just me with rose-colored glasses? No, I really liked it, too. Yeah. Wow. Imagine if they came back. The cult. Three decades of the cult, or whatever it is. By the way, Dark Side, I saw your little instant message, and uh, I don't think Chalupa counts as speaking Spanish. <laughs> I mean, it's technically a Spanish term, but, you know, you can't just start throwing things that you got out of a Taco Bell, uh, you know, <laughs> menu. <laughs> at me. He, I mean, he, worked, he worked at Taco Bell for three months. He speaks Spanish. <laughs> you want a burrito? Hola. You want a burrito? <laughs> they make you say anything Spanish when you're at the counter for Taco Bell? Um, no, no. But they were trying to teach me Spanish to people that were working there. They were? Yeah, it wasn't working too well. A little of the heritage. They want <laughs> yeah. A little of the heritage. Hey, uh, I got to read the sounder window. It's, it's what I have to do. How much longer is this contest going on? Uh, I believe two more weeks. No, yeah, next week and one more. I'd love to give Four my listeners total. the opportunity to win a great big prize. So uh, I'm more than happy to tell you Radio 104 is giving you a chance at 10 grand and a trip every workday. More stations, more money, more winners. Uh, today, between 12 noon and 1 p.m., Will Cow, uh, on Will Cow's show, the cue to call will play. If you're calling number 25 to our nationwide toll-free number, one eight seven seven thirty three bucks, you will win $10,000 and a trip to Africa. Every weekday morning, I'll be announcing the that day's one-hour window in which the cue to call will play at quarter past each hour on D. Snyder Radio. This week, it's ten grand and a trip to Africa. Next week... 10 grand and a 15 day tour of Asia. Asia, the Far East path. Mm -hmm. It's going to be beautiful. Beijing is glorious in the summer. All right, so uh, jot that number down, put it into your speed dial, and be sure 
please be sure uh, to work those phones. I'd really love to have one of our people win. I would. Always, I would do. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I mean, you got to realize, I'd like to know where, what states people are winning in because I think that might fire my listeners up. You know, they hear that some loser in Arkansas is going to, you know, Africa. What the hell does someone from Arkansas need a trip to Africa for? To be enlightened? <laughs> they're going to be they're going to be in awe of just seeing the ocean. <laughs> they need a trip to like Atlantic City to the beach. Wow, honey, look at that. Waves. What are those things? And never get on the plane. They'll just be staring at the water. I don't know what you have against Arkansas. Clinton's from there. Yeah. For starters. <laughs> for starters. Yeah, nothing against Arkansas. It's just landlocked and it's just a waste. It's a it's a waste of, you know, I mean someone from Connecticut who's seen the ocean, they can really appreciate, you know, seeing another culture and, and being enlightened. Having their eyes open to new ways and new civil civilizations. Boldly going, Beth Lockwood, where no man has mm-hmm. gone before. Um Let's see. Now, uh, oh, this Christina Aguilera stealing my hairstyle thing is out of control. We're getting calls every day in the office for interview requests. I cannot believe it. (laughs) I cannot believe it. Are are morning shows so desperate (laughs) (laughs) as to have to, I mean, have a, get an interview with Dee Snyder? Regarding Christina Aguilera's hair hairstyle, and probably it's the only time she's ever worn that style. I'm sure that she went home, washed it out, and it's straight again. Well, she she wore it at the Blockbusters, and in the video for Lady Marmalade, mm-hmm. where she's really hoeing it up. Oh, she has it there too. It's yeah. As a matter of fact, well, she had my do circa can't stop rock and roll for the Blockbuster Awards. That's like '83. But now she's got it down longer curls coming down the front, like to mid-chest level. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely stay hungry-ish, you know, from that time period. And I don't care what you say. Acting schmacting. You got to be a little bit of a hoe to act like, to be that good at acting like one. She's doing that Lady Marmalade song, you know. I don't know Coulee that one. Coulee that oh, thing. Oh, Okay. And she is smacking her ass, humping air, you know, wiggling her private parts around, licking her lips just too damn good. She's a whore. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and then you throw on the D hair and the makeup. Yeah, old school. That's old school. Plus, what does that mean? Does that mean uh, come home with me tonight? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Do you want to sleep with me? I think it was something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that was a big 70s disco hit. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? They had all these, like, divettes in there. Mm-hmm. Pink and Christina and uh, I don't know who the other two are, but I'd recognize their names if you said them. Um, and uh, they're, you know, humping around and everything like that. <laughs> but, I mean, but I've, I've done, uh, you know, MTV's talking about it. I feel like John Norris said, D. Snyder lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'm in Hartford, you bastard! <laughs> Those people oh, down you. in Florida said, I thought he died. Yeah, that was the first thing I said, by the way, on, on the Top 40 hairbands. I'm not dead! <laughs> As of, since I now know that some people think I am. And my, and my webmaster says, we got the most hits on my website. 
in this past month since that show's been on. And I didn't mention the website, but I think people said, hey, he ain't dead. And they put my name into a search engine. Oh, look at that. He's doing stuff. Especially that one guy who said, God rest your soul. <laughs> in Florida. He rocked. God rest his soul. <laughs> no, I'm not dead. Only my musical career. Uh, but I'm, I'm alive and well in radio and taking ground every day, making a name for myself. But yeah, I mean, MTV, I had the, the National Wire Services, USA Today, morning shows. And they're like... And they're like desperate for it. Nick says they're calling him on his cell phone. He doesn't know how the hell they got his cell phone number. It's a private number. Are you taking any interviews? No, well, no. I said national press only. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I can't be bothered <laughs> with, with the local shows. Uh, I'm too big a star if you want to talk about me and Christina Aguilera. Uh, Aguilera. My brother, Mark, calls me from Canada. He's the one who works at V2 Records. Mm-hmm. He's like on his cell phone. Hey, some radio station called me. They want an interview, and they thought maybe I'd get to you. I said, this is insane. Acting like I filleted the president or something like that. Like, it's a really big deal. <laughs> I wore a hairstyle in the 80s, and Christina Aguilera is wearing the same hairstyle, and they have to talk to me, the inventor. Moi? It is a good opportunity to tout the mullet, though. Say, I have moved on to greener pastures. <laughs> <laughs> and even though, even though I do realize that my mullet has pretty much grown out, it looks exactly the same, mm -hmm. you know, because it slicked back. And, and, but even though I now know that it has grown out, I feel a responsibility to at least continue some of the energy of, of endorsing and supporting the mullet. Even though Suzette tells me that we're not, that we only chopped the top short because the ends were all fried and broken. And she, you know, sees it getting longer and growing out to where it was a couple of years ago. Still shaved on the side. Just relax, Nick. Mm. There's no going back. Tell You're not going to see this 46-year-old man with that big afro <laughs> going on. Tony, man. Bring it back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bring it back. I'm old school. Yeah. You first. Yeah. You, I'll tell you what. When you grow yours out and get the perm, that's when I start growing <laughs> Great. Lead the way. Be a trendsetter. You and Christina. Could you see him with the D hair? Come on. I, mean, look. No. I did see you Halloween a couple of years ago, didn't right. I? Oh, uh, yeah. It was a good look. Yeah. Nick won't make the mistake of getting a perm again. <laughs> Let's bring it back. I'd actually like to wonder if her hairdresser, Christina's hairdresser, actually did reference my own hair or that's a coincidence I because can't she, uh, imagine that she did well not she did she's too young even the hairdresser maybe he was effing with her maybe he didn't like her maybe because she's even got the dark streaks in it like i used to have i had blonde bleach blonde hair and i had black streaks in my hair and she's got dark streaks in it so i don't know i don't know the makeup it's a little too close the way she's humping that air, that's old school. I used to do that, too. <laughs> she's stealing your whole bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. If just she'd cover one of my songs, I'd just really appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Recap. Yes. Ooh. We have a nice produced piece that people seem to enjoy. Written by one of the peeps, Matt from Agawam, who's been working with the show as of late. He really loved our work on it. I think uh, we, we, we 
we breathe. I mean, it was a great piece, but we just really brought it to that next level with the whole, all our production values. It's entitled Laughter of the Chickens. It's a parody of Silence of the Lambs. And we're going to play that for you as our recap in just a bit when we return. So uh, do stick around, okay? This is D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. We've got a problem there. It needs to be cleaned up. Hey, D, what's up, man? This is Mike Lestay. Good morning, sunshine. My peeps are here. What is that? D, 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 Snyder. I'm in your corner. I can see that. Radio 104. Now back to D, Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. Do me a favor, people. Head on over to the, our website, Radio104.com. Look for the D. Snyder Radio morning, uh, morning show page there. Find the Peeps poll and answer this week's survey questions. Why? Because Monday, it's the feud. D. Snyder Radio family feud, that is. And we use your survey answers for the feud. And I like a nice sampling. When I say that the Peeps think that Sean smells the worst... Just a hypothetical question. Which member of the morning show smells the worst? And I, and I say, the peeps think it's Sean. I want to, you know, I want a few thousand peeps to have, you know, answered that question. So it's, we know it's a solid sampling. Because otherwise it's unfair to Sean. You know what I'm saying, Beth? I do. You know, I mean, if it's, <laughs> if it's a couple hundred, it's really, well, then that's just hearsay. <laughs> but if you got a few thousand... Or tens of thousands, or millions of listeners rise up and say, Sean stinks. <laughs> then it must be true. Then it must be true. <laughs> the fact that you can smell him over the, over the radio is <laughs> really terrifying, quite honestly. Hey, um, this is pretty exciting, too. You know that big concert we're having, loud and in your face, with stained, tantric, disturbed, and boy... Hits car, that's it, on Saturday, May 12th at the Meadows Music Theater in Hartford. Well, all weekend long, uh, every 104 minutes, we're giving away tickets. Is that right, Nick? That's right. So, like, when does that start? At midnight or, or what, what, what's the weekend? Or they include Friday? Yeah, in, I believe in the- it starts uh, later today, this afternoon, and uh, on Carl- Carlito Show. Right on. So on Carlito's show, starting then, every 104 minutes for the whole weekend, giving away a pair of tickets. That's pretty sweet. And of course, as always, if you're not a cheap bastard, no, I'm only kidding. Everybody loves to get free tickets, but they are on sale now. You can get them through all tickets.com locations. Strawberries, LaSalle Music, Coconuts are charged by phone at 1-800-477-6849. And just to make it that much easier on you, they're also available at the Oakdale Theater box office or by calling... 203-265-1501. 203-265-1501. Tickets are $35 plus service charge, and the show is sponsored by Planned Parenthood and Dunkin' Donuts, two of my favorite places. <laughs> <laughs> they're both fabulous organizations, very different organizations, Beth. Yes. <laughs> very different. Uh, but, but at the same time, uh, two very fine organizations sponsoring our show. Thank you. Okay. Recap. It is time. This is a piece written by Matt from Agawam, produced by Darkside Dave, starring 
Oh, he had a good name for it. Matt, um, Matt for Aguam has, has pronounced us the not ready for drive time players. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think the rest is pretty self explanatory. Please sit back and enjoy. This is Radio 104. A Dino DeLorentis production of a D. Snyder radio film. The Laughter of the Chickens, starring the D. Snyder Radio Morning Crew, with Sir Anthony Hopkins as D. Snyder. Hey, new guy, make sure D gets that. Make sure he reads it. Mmm, fresh meat. Huh? Did I say that out loud? Did someone say meat? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, you, do you have any meat? You smell like Mike Hunt. Oh. Um, Mr. Snyder, sir, I, I was told to bring you this copy. What did Dan say to you? Psycho Dan in the next room. He, he said that I smelled like Mike Hunt. Good one. Well, Mike. It's Sean. Come closer to the glass. Come closer. Closer. All right, well, step back. No, no, seriously, further. I smell Lair du Temps. Oh, uh, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, sure. You also use Old Spice deodorant, but, but not today. Maybe, maybe not for a few days. I'm pretty nervous. I really have to show you this copy. Oh, no, 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 no. You were doing fine. You had shown that you could take insults and you would establish rapport with that charming Mike Hunt joke. Then this ham-handed seg into your precious copy. It won't do. It seems to be a pretty important announcement. I will read your announcement. But you have to tell me something in return. Quid pro quo, Clarice. Uh, it, it's Sean. Let me look at you. Hmm. Big through the hips. Roomy. You know what you look like to me with your pleather pants and your tattoos? You look like an Enfield scumbag. Wow, how did you know that? Actually, Nick told me. Now I've told you something, you must tell me your worst memory from childhood. And don't lie, unless I get really bored. Do I really have to? Yes, I did call quid pro quo. What does that mean? Um, it's like blackjack. It, no changes. You don't even know what it means, do you? Last time someone questioned me, I, I fed him haggis with cafava beans and a cheap Chianti. <laughs> You have no idea. Okay, and you just reminded me of this. When I was young, my parents sent me to live with my aunt and uncle on their fava bean farm just outside Hooterville. Hooterville? That's a funny word. Anyway, it was horrible. My aunt and uncle treated me like crap and my dumb old cousin like a king. Sure, he was good looking and really smart and everything, but it drove me crazy. It was always like, look at Arnold, he's changing the channels. And all the girls love Arnold. Or, look at Arnold, cute little tail. What? I was so jealous. I even made a little tail out of a slinky and taped it to my butt. I ran around the yard without my pants on, showing off my tail. But no, that wasn't cute. Only Arnold could pull that look off. All right, that's enough. That's enough. I haven't gotten to the bad part yet. You can't be serious. One morning, I woke up very early. It wasn't even light out yet. I can't believe I'm asking this, but what woke you up? It was a sound coming from the barn. It sounded like somebody was choking a chicken. You've heard that sound before? I've heard it all my life. Oh, go on. I went out to the barn, and when I looked inside, I saw my Uncle Fred and my Aunt Doris wrestling on the ground while my cousin Arnold watched. All right, we're done with quid pro quo. Nick, 
Dark side, can someone get in here, please? I realized they were killing the spring chickens. Then Uncle Fred saw me and told me I had to kill a chicken or I would have to stay on the farm forever. So I grabbed the hatchet and started swinging. Psycho Dan? Anyone? I finally cornered one and I chopped the head almost completely off. And did you know they could still run around with their heads off and the blood goes spurting everywhere? Why did I come in early today? So the chicken starts running right at me and I'm screaming, my aunt and uncle freaking out and Arnold's squealing, you know, like a pig. And everywhere I run, the chicken keeps following me. And I look back and the chicken's head is bouncing around, hanging off its body. And I swear this is the truth. The, the thing is laughing at me. All right, who locked the freaking door? Dad, I can see you out there. And I'm running and I'm looking back and boom, I run right into a barbed wire fence. I can't get off the fence. I'm stuck and I'm bleeding. And now I hear all these chickens laughing at me. Lord, help me. I can hear them too. Even now, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I can hear them laughing. I can still hear I can still hear the laughter of the chickens. Okay, great, great. You know, can you just leave that copy on the board there? I'll get to it later. Hey, Sean, I know. Why don't you just take a, a nice little nap in the office while I call security? Sure, that that would be great. I am feeling kind of tired. Oh, and Sean, when you go past Psycho Dan... Duck. Thanks. The not-ready-for-drive-time players, ladies and gentlemen. Look at those phones, Beth. They're, they're, they're lighted. They're lit. They're litten up. They're... Whatever. All the things are flashing. Everybody loves laughter of the chickens. Fine job, Sean. Uh, and uh, tell your friends about laughter of the chickens and we expect <laughs> more fine work. Work from Matt from Agawam Near Future. As a matter of fact, next week, we've got a Ken Burns documentary piece that uh, he's written. It's all about Beth Lockwood. It's quite entertaining. Beth hasn't seen it or heard anything. It includes interviews with her parents, old boyfriends. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes, very, very exciting piece. Uh, I'm interested to hear <laughs> it myself. And, of course, Dark Said Day, that'll probably be one of your recaps tomorrow on D-Side Radio Encore from 6 to 10 a.m. Saturday morning, correct? Yeah, I'll hit it again. Of course you will. And, Sean, one interesting uh, note for you, note of interest, rather, is that Eddie Albert of Green Acres fame turns 93 on Sunday. 93? That's, I know. Is, is that if he know. was still alive? I think he is still alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I can get him. He's a relatively young man. Call him. <laughs> I'd try to get him on the show. That would be great. Well, think about it. He was he was not a young man on Green Acres, really. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think he was like 46 or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. All right. Hey, you got a couple uh, email reactions to Nick's um, cigarette smoking, particularly his habit of flicking mm. the butts. It says, D, it does not surprise me given Nick's rather hilarious and unfounded superior attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hilarious and unfounded. <laughs> that he thinks the entire world is his ashtray. It doesn't matter whether... <laughs> It doesn't matter whether the butt catches on fire or not. Throwing anything on the ground is littering. Would you put up with someone putting out a smoke on your on your apartment floor? Nick, question? 
Uh, no, I wouldn't. So what gives you the right to toss them around outside? The world isn't his oyster, it's his ashtray. Yeah, but there's like pavement out there. It's not carpeting. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, I am a smoker myself, and I would not leave nasty cigarette butts laying around. I guess I would just rather, I guess I was just raised better than that, Mrs. Lentino. <laughs> oh, God. To ha I was taught to have respect for others. <laughs> what a dick. I threw the Mrs. Lantino in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Although Nick's crybaby, whiny-ass opinions usually don't make much sense to us rational-thinking people. <laughs> it's just, it's just, oh, slash, slash. Uh, the ignorance and lack of respect for the rest of the human race are good for a laugh. <laughs> See? You're not totally useless. Yeah. Reminds me why I avoid the Hartford bar scene. <laughs> oh, man. This guy is, this girl is killing him. You're single-handedly keeping people out of the bars. <laughs> that's, from, that's from free spirit, okay? But see, I, it's true. You smokers, you know, you got that, I can't see it from my house attitude. That's what construction workers yeah, say when they, when they screw smokers. something up. I mean, don't give all smokers a bad name just because of Nick. Okay, you're right. That is that is much of a, of a stereotype yeah. as anything else. Thank you for correcting me. I pride myself. I'm not, not being a person who stereotypes people, but many smokers, obviously not free spirit, who took the time no. to write a letter because she was bothered by, by that alone. At my house, no one smokes. And there are cigarette butts, not tons of them, but regularly around my pro property. Oh. Why? Because workers are smoking. Clearly, there's a reason I see cigarette burns in no smoking signs all yeah, the, the time. The, these servants... They go out in the back of the house. And yes. they, throw, they throw the butts <laughs> on the ground. On the ground. What's with that? I pay them money to clean up, and they're leaving butts behind. Yeah, but they get chopped up by the lawnmower. Oh, Paul! What are they? Fertilizer? Yeah, they just <clears throat> the lawnmower goes over them, and after a couple mows, I mean, it's, it, they're gonna get broken up. And <laughs> the cigarettes that get tossed on the pavement, they have street sweepers for that. Spoken like a scumbag landscaper, yes, sir. <laughs> and I used to be a landscaper, so I used to work with you guys. Another letter from Bill, Disney EMT, says, Tell Nick he is stupid to think that flicked cigarettes do not cause fires. I was in Manchester at the Old Country Buffet. <laughs> Did you see Dark Side there? <laughs> <laughs> Some idiot had flicked a butt into the garden area. And the cedar sh chips caught fire. <laughs> and with the wind blowing, it nearly caused a serious fire that could have spread to several businesses. Oh, yeah. Glenn and I were walking somewhere with cedar chips recently. He had to stomp out a cigarette that was on fire. <laughs> he burned the bottom of his foot, being a good Samaritan, because what of you? I gotta I remember that. Choke the life out of you, Lentina. <laughs> just you because you represent these people who flick and continue walking or driving you never know what happens you assume it didn't catch fire you assume a street cleaner caught it you assume they've it was picked up by the lawnmower you assume you don't know he's like the crazy you never driver return. he's the crazy driver who causes accidents all over the place behind him <laughs> and, and 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 down in the garage and outside the back door of this building they're gone because some poor bastard like edwin had to sweep yeah. them up yeah, God he, didn't take them away. They didn't biodegrade. Edwin picked them up. He yeah. hates you. Well, he hasn't, don't blame him. he hasn't picked them up recently. There's like 300 cigarette butts all over the ground there. I don't blame him if he's I would like to say to the building management, don't. Just no. let them pile up. Let them sit in their own stink. See how long it takes. <laughs> yeah. 
Till the smokers actually will condescend to pick up their own. Well, bus. if you guys gave us a place to smoke, we could smoke like civilized people. They, they use ashtrays. I would also like to note that they buckled in this building. They completely caved because the garage used to be a non-smoking area and the torment of you guys stubbing out your butts in all of the no-smoking signs, <laughs> they finally gave up and put an ashtray down there. Yes. So, so don't say ashtray. that they don't give you places to smoke because previously area. designated no-smoking areas are now your dom domain. Yeah, but in the garage, I mean, we could get carbon dioxide poisoning. Monoxide. A dark, stinky area for dark stinky people <laughs> where do you want to be able to smoke just in the lobby yeah Up i want no i want a designated smoking area like they have in airports the smoking room oh i love the smoking i know room. oh <laughs> it's, like it's so it's, gross like something's on fire in there. <laughs> yeah. well no i can't smoke in those places i it, it's just insane to be sitting in, in that room but i must say that they should have a lobby or uh, something where we, we smoke. <laughs> Those smoking areas are a Saturday Night Live skit waiting to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just I'm just praying for some gas fumes or something <laughs> to be down there, and Nick <laughs> lights up and blows up. And lastly, uh, Heather writes to say what she's learned today: fire is bad. <laughs> fire bad. <laughs> fire bad. <laughs> Nick learned that yesterday too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, look, we're gonna take a break. Come back. Time for the news. No, I haven't forgot about you, Psycho Dan. Just, he's rocking back and forth like he has to go to the bathroom or something. Just take it easy. What's going on in the world there, Beth? What do you have to look forward to? Well, Marion Barry is in trouble yet again. Also, oh, Good old Marion. <laughs> you can always count on him on a Friday. A prison fight erupts over something you really wouldn't expect in Milwaukee. A sex-crazed otter causes a ruckus in California. <laughs> hey, my ducks are causing a ruckus. <laughs> Uh, update on last night's Survivor. It was a Survivor with a heart, a very special Survivor. And Matthew Perry wrecks another car. Go mad. <laughs> All right. Man after your own heart, Nick. All right. So we've got the news when we return and some D-mail reactions to organ donations and such. But first, we must hear traffic from Psycho Dan. Try it, Psycho. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. That's oh, going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. On Radio 104. Next week on D. Snyder Radio, brand new In the Hood with Beth Lockwood. Got that to look forward to. And be sure to head over to Radio104.com. Check out our peeps poll. Answer this week's survey questions for Monday's Ever popular D Snyder Radio Family Feud. Uh, some uh, D mail reactions and things going on around here. Let's see, just uh, quick thank yous to uh, Toad, Viper Joe. Dude, I gotta get a Viper one of these days. And uh, Susie and Graham B, people who just wrote letters to me, just saying how wonderful the show is and we are and all that kind of stuff. Hey, we and have then, to uh, ask Dibs later. I heard him yesterday talking about that he might be getting a Porsche. Oh, uh, Porsche. There is no substitute. That's what he would say. Mm -hmm. I would say not. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, here's the last word on organ harvesting. Remember there was that thing that somebody said that you a policeman told them that the families pay for the organ, for donating their own organs, and then people said no. People said, you know, there was a little bit of a debate. I've got the last word because this dude right here, Dave Lockwood from West Haven. No relation. No relation. 
is a kidney transplant recipient who's been involved with the kidney transplant community and the National Kidney Foundation of Connecticut since 1989 and serves on the medical review board for the end-stage renal disease network of New England. Okay, so uh, he definitely is in the loop. He said, the question asked as to whether families that donate the organs of their loved ones are charged when they do, the answer is an emphatic no. There have been numerous accusations of this happening. But when an investigation was carried out, it was found to be a misunderstanding. What was being billed for was the care the person received at the hospital prior to the death actually occurring. Mm -hmm. The families had misunderstood the statement that Quote, the family will not be billed for the cost of harvesting the organs, unquote. In all cases, the families assumed that this included all the medical expenses from the whole event, including trying to save the life of the person who died. That explains the confusion there. So people got a bill and said, wait a minute, I was donating my, you know, my loved one was donating his organs. But if they're alive, if they're trying to resuscitate them and save them, there is charge for that care. So that explains the confusion. So that is the last word. People, donate your organs. I'm doing it, even, I'm still, even though I'm still a little unsure. Uh, here's one that says, Subject, Yankees fans. Matt Tarlick writes in to say, Dearest Beth, I really feel for you. It must be tough to be surrounded by Yankees fans. It is. Unfortunately, I grew up with one, my father. It's definitely left permanent scars. The sad thing about all Yankees fans is that they are all the same. As soon as the beloved Red Sox, Sox start winning and the Yankees start losing, they always lash out, 26 championships! It can always be heard as the last retort. The fact is, they're losing. Nick and D, I think that maybe you should reserve the choke sounds for your beloved Yankees. Remember this, the Sox are winning without two of their starting infielders. One of them is the best shortstop in the game. Hang in there, Beth. It's only going to get worse for you. You're marrying one of them. I know. What was the name of that Julia Roberts movie? Sleeping with the Enemy? <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind that I also have parents and a sister who are Yankee fans. I work with Yankee fans, except, thank God, for Psycho. And I am engaged to one, so I have designed a tough road for myself. I, 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 have to say, I do feel much shame. I know Nick will never say that those words, but I do feel... You know, we're losing 26 championships. You guys are going to choke. I mean, you know, we're, lo we're not doing very well this year, the Yanks. And the, you guys are doing very well. It's early. I understand that. I'm not going to say that uh, this is a guarantee for the whole season, but I'm excited about it. And I'm going to be excited about it. And I'm going to be gracious enough to say, to wish you good luck and not make any comments like I made yesterday. There's, I understand a... I don't know if it's going to be Broadway, maybe off-Broadway play being put into production called The Curse of the Bambino. <laughs> Seriously? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Written by a Mets Starring fan of all people. Bill Buckner. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> As himself. Right. As himself. He's not doing anything. Uh, and last, we're going to do a public service here. The last letter, and then we'll get into the news. Because this is yet possibly another use for the D-Euro sticker. If I can make this happen, this request here, this is like this is like better than Lojack. D, I just had to send you an email. We just recently put a D Euro sticker on our two cars. On April eighteenth, two thousand one, my husband's car was stolen. 
I thought maybe you could give a shout out to all your peeps to keep an eye out for it. It's a red 93 Dodge Shadow four-door. It has a D-Euro on the back window. I'm sure you know the insurance company is only going to give us the book value, and I know we will not be able to get a comparable car for that price. If anyone sees it, please call the police. Christella in Hamden. This could be really cool. People, keep your eyes out for a red 93 Dodge Shadow four-door with a D-Euro on the back window. You know that the dumb criminal is not going to know what the hell it is. He's not going to bother to pull it off, and it's really an identifying... Sticker. What are the how many how many ninety three Dodge Shadow four doors red have a D Euro in the back window? Probably one. <laughs> and this is not chop shop fodder. A car a car that's eight nine years old, whatever it is, is not going. Let's get it and break it down to its parts because people are dying for the fenders off of a red ninety eight four door Shadow ninety three. So seriously, how cool would that be, Nick? If they find the guy because the peeps were on the lookout and spotted the car. That's awesome. It'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Red 93 Dodge Shadow four-door. Matter of fact, call us first. <laughs> it's probably in East Hartford or Manchester <laughs> somewhere. Look there first. Bridgeport. A couple, a couple of yeah. the usual expected areas. Yeah. Scumbag towns. Yeah. There's a couple of losers up in uh, Longmeadow, I've noticed as well. So <laughs> oh, keep your please. eyes peeled. They don't have 89 Dodge Shadows in Longmeadow. No, that car would not be allowed. It's a 93. Yeah, no. The it's car, a 93. You can't have a Dodge Shadow in Longmeadow, first of all. And if you have a car prior to 95, you have to keep it in the garage most of the time. Just drive it at night. Unless <laughs> it's an SUV, I believe that most of the cars in Longmeadow are German made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Nick, what did you drive in high school? <laughs> 77 Chevy Malibu. Late model. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a sweet ride. Yeah, right. 77 it's Malibu. still on the road. Chevy Malibu classic, too. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Special hubcaps on it. Oh, yeah. Special antique plates. It is so choice. <laughs> well, changed after the wheel fell off. I wasn't so worried about, you know, the hubcaps. What did you call it again? You had a name. Deterrent to crime. <laughs> no, didn't you have a name for the car? No, I mean, my friends would call it the Boo, but... Um, <laughs> the Boo? Yeah, Malibu. The, the Malibu. Uh, I yeah. thought it was the Beast. Uh, the Beast, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> depending on the weekend. Everybody's first cars have names. They have to. I mean, no, my first few... Your name is Flounder. <laughs> Uh, I had a name actually, uh, Darkside. You had a name for your one of your vehicles, didn't you? Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was called Fokker. I think it was Darkside's first car. <laughs> then you had the Rainbow Mobile. Yeah, I had the Rainbow, and I had the right. Roach Coach. Uh -huh. I had Sea Biscuit, Sea <laughs> Biscuit, and the Mung Mobile. <laughs> 63 Comet, three on the tree, sweet ride, bench seats. Yeah, yeah I got when a lot you of dates it, with that. It was brand new. <laughs> no. <laughs> F you. <laughs> <laughs> it was too old already. It was too old. Okay. Uh, Stop anyways. the assembly line. Yes. All right. Well, now it is time okay. for the news. Please sit back and enjoy. Where's my... There it is. D.D. Snyder Radio. Headlines. President Bush is gearing up for his debut on the international stage. He and 33 other elected leaders of the Western, Hem Western Hemisphere are meeting in Quebec to discuss a free trade zone, something Bush supports. But major protests are expected, and downtown Quebec is a security fortress. Yeah, it's pretty attractive. World <laughs> leaders coming to Quebec. 
Who would want to bring that to their city? Why yeah. would you want to bring... I mean, you saw what happened in Seattle. They trashed Seattle. And the people are already piling in there. Not to mention it's the same crowd. A logistical traffic nightmare. All of that. Well, we'll see what happens. What do you think? You think they're going to quell the rioting this time? Hopefully. They say so far it's been relatively peaceful. But they're, I mean, they weren't expecting it last time. They're hoping for the best and planning for the worst in Quebec. Well, you know, this time I think, I don't know, if I was one of the anarchists that showed up last time and instigated all the rioting, it, it doesn't work well when they're ready for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's when they're not expecting it, that's when you make a move, so... There's a settlement in lawsuits filed over the Columbine High School shooting reached a day before the second anniversary of the massacre. That's today. Families and victims and survivors will share about $2.5 million from the gunman's parents and gun providers. It's outrageous that a recent story I saw said that they really were checking this guy and one of these guys out. And the police were thinking about doing a deep, further investigation, mm -hmm. but decided not to. I mean, this is sort of rehashed because some parents were saying that they had filed complaints about this guy and that there were death threats against their son online. Which one was this? Um, I can't remember what, which one. What are the two names? Klebold and Harris. Yeah, Klebold, I think it was. And it just, it just the more you hear about that, because it keeps coming up, you just say, I mean, I know the, that policemen, police forces have a lot on their plates, but when you read some of the stuff that's, that was this guy was saying, some of the things that the police were being told this guy had on the internet and uh, and uh, the things he was advocating on the internet, it's just it's a shame that that wasn't checked into sooner. Could have saved some people. Wait a minute, Steve from Meriden drives a red car, with <laughs> a red shadow with a euro. Hold on a second, <laughs> Steve. Yes. Did you steal the car? Hell no, I've owned it since 1990. <laughs> 19, oh, well, this is a 93. You yeah, want well, to put a little sign to say this is a 90. <laughs> they look the same? Yeah, and I drive through Hampton every day to get to work and every day to get home. <laughs> oh, no, you're a wanted man. <laughs> Dude, if I were you, I would take a different car to work today. <laughs> well, mine's, mine's got a little FU sticker right underneath my D-Euro sticker. Okay, good. That's like or maybe a just telltale mark. You know what? Peel the D-Euro off for the day, and we'll send you a fresh one, okay? <laughs> because, people oh, are going to be making citizens' arrests. Right? People, people well, kicking Steve's ass. Work. Get him! Ah! <laughs> All right, well, if, if you see Steve, if he gives you the high sign, don't, don't, don't give me any crap. It has an F-U underneath the D-Euro. That's not him. No, All leave right, me alone. Leave him alone. Get the other guy with the uh, red shadow with the D-Euro in the window. All right, Steve, we got your back. Well, a nine-year-old New Britain girl says police canines need bulletproof vests, too. So she's raising money for the four-legged officers. Fourth grader Amanda Salicki is trying to raise nearly $2,000 for vests for the city's three canine cops. That's really nice. Good for her. I hope they don't shoot him in the leg. That would suck. A little bulletproof vests. Mm -hmm. I mean, will they actually... Uh, you know, I never wore a bulletproof vest. I haven't either. <laughs> Dark side? No, I never wore one. I don't think they're legal to own as regular citizens, are they? I don't think so, no. 
You can't own a bulletproof vest? No, I think it's against the law. I think it is, too. Uh, hopefully, a, a police officer will call and tell us that, but I'm pretty sure that you can't. Well, yeah, if there's a police officer out there, I'm curious. Uh, Maybe but you I'm, have to have I'll, a permit for it, at the very least. But that's a nice a nice gesture mm -hmm. on that. Is that from a kid from New Britain? Yeah. That's I thought everybody was scumbags in New Britain. <laughs> yeah, well, Not everybody. She's nine years old. She's still got time. <laughs> Give her time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it hasn't taken hold. She'll outgrow that. Hundreds of weapons and thousands of computers are missing from the U.S. Immigration and Naturalization Service. An audit found the weapons, including 39 automatic rifles or machine guns and a gas grenade launcher, were among 61,000 lost items. Six of those guns have subsequently been used in crimes. The Justice Department says, in a striking understatement, they did not adequately safeguard property. Wow. Wow, our own weapons being used against us, our government's own weaponry. Yeah. A gas grenade launcher? That's right. How does somebody walk out the door with that thing? Find that 93 shadow, and you'll find those weapons, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. In the trunk. Be very careful. He's got, whoever it is, has got a gas grenade launcher. Former D.C. Mayor Marion Barry has been sentenced to 20 hours of community service after admitting assault. He was also sentenced to a year of unsupervised probation after indecent exposure charges against him were dropped. You may remember he has denied these charges at an airport down there. Remember he said that he had asked a woman to leave the restroom because he urgently needed to use it after prostate surgery. But she <laughs> said that he had flashed her. So he yes. pleaded, uh, he entered an Alfred plea, which basically says he's not admitting guilt, but saying they do have enough evidence to convict me of this. The photo of him with his job. penis hanging <laughs> yeah. out? Yeah, that'll do it. A, uh, exhibit A. So he's just <laughs> and that tape of him, we, they actually have a tape. <laughs> we have a soundbite of him actually uh, uh, addressing the woman at the store, right? Have you seen my wiener? <laughs> <laughs> and then even more, he was very, very aggressive. What else did he Excuse say, Darcy? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> yes, I thought so. Hey, uh, Matt from West Hartford works at an Army-Navy store mm -hmm. that sells bulletproof vests. Wow, okay. <laughs> are you selling so, them legally? <laughs> Matt, are no, you they, turned they, to... They sell them legally. Okay. Uh, okay, so they're wrong. It isn't illegal to protect yourself. No, it's not illegal to protect yourself. That's ridiculous. All right, okay. Hey, Hey, Nick, when's your birthday? <laughs> Matt, I think we, we may want to get one from you for Nick for his birthday. It's a nice gift. All right, cool. All right, thanks for the call, Matt. Okay. Uh, hey, let's get a traffic mm -hmm. update. Then I have to do the sounder window announcement, and we'll get back to the news. Psycho? Beth? Well, three out of four people, according to a new, new survey, don't drink enough water and are regularly dehydrated. Just 23% of people surveyed by Gallup Drink between five and eight glasses of water every day. Experts recommend the average adult drink about eight glasses of eight ounces of water every day. And just one in ten people drank seven or more. Does that include coffee? No. <laughs> Caffeine is actually dehydrating. Yes, yes, that's true, Nick. It's, it's called a... It's not, well, dehydrating is another word for it, but basically it makes water leave your system. Mm. A diuretic, maybe? A diuretic, that's mm -hmm. it. Thank you, Beth. Diuretic. Very yeah. good. And um, I think that, so, although they do have some water, soda and coffee and Gatorade like Nick drinks, I think that 
it's really helpful to drink some straight water every day. I find it very difficult to drink water. And I, I'm, I'm guilty, and I want to, and I know that. It's one thing where I really fall short. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know. Water, not that I'm going to say it doesn't taste good. I just can't drink that much of it. I think I get if right around as much as they say every day. <laughs> of course. I think, Nick, the Gatorade is actually acceptable. Why are you mocking me? Because I drink enough water. Well, I'm not mocking you. I'm just saying <laughs> that. <what>. I mean, <laughs> of course you do. You know what I mean? Perfect amount. I think it's tough to no drink. No more, no less. I agree. Yeah, right. I mean, I see Dark Side walking around with like a big cooler of water and stuff, and then that's good. I see all these women walking around. I think it's just the trendy thing to do right now. I think drinking water. Yeah. No, I see. No, being healthy. <laughs> well, no, dude. I see a lot more people. Don't fall for it, Nick. No, a lot more people are walking around with those bottled water type things. I think it's just a big trend. I just fill mine with spell. tap water, though. I'm just pretending. People. To be fancy. It's not a trend. It's things like this that are making people aware that they do get dehydrated and they need to consume water. And also a lot of people who are on diets, water is a staple of the diet mm-hmm. because it, it gives you a, a, a feeling of being full. Another problem I have with the damn water is constantly going to the bathroom. <laughs> and it's not an age thing, Lockwood, okay? I know. I'm just as bad. I'm in there all the time myself. Yeah, but say if you're at work, you're working, it, people work eight to ten hour a day. That's Every hour they have to have this big, huge cup of water. Eight ounces is not a big, huge cup of water. It's a lot when it's water. You pee all day. So well, that's why they keep the bottle there. There's a few few reasons. One, that's reason you see people with bottles is because they say keep a bottle and just sip at it mm-hmm. throughout the day. You know, uh, and mm-hmm. people like to have it. Like, you know, I'm sitting here on my coffee. I like to take a sip of coffee. We'll have a bottle of water, take a sip of water. But it's also that it cleanses your system of impurities. Besides <laughs> hydrating you, it actually helps to wash out the poisons, the persons that <laughs> Nick, are in the system. I'm looking at you. You have three beverages sitting next to you. Two huge cups of coffee and a bottle of, what is that, ice blue Gatorade? No, it's orange this morning. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> Do you drink any water? No. I never drink no, water. Gatorade's okay, Beth. Yeah. It is. It I is. Mean, it's, got, it's very, it's it's not very a bad sugary. Thing. Yeah, I find that I can drink more Gatorade than I can just plain water because it's a little bit of flavor. Yeah. Kool-Aid is excellent, too. <laughs> hey, Kool-Aid. <laughs> hey, Sean was a little bit like the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> oh, here's a warning for you, Dee, and for other parents of young kids. The federal government is advising America's children to pet carefully in the petting zoos and at county fairs and other places where they have animals. I saw this last night centers, on uh, CNN. Centers for Disease Control says kids can get E. coli infections if their hands touch their mouths after they touch the pets. CDC says parents and petting zoo workers should make sure kids stay healthy by warning people about these risks of picking up bacteria and also by providing hand-washing facilities with, of course, warm, warm water and soap and paper towels, and you should watch your kids and make sure they don't do hand-to-mouth right after they touch these animals. There's another alternative. That is to slowly feed your child small pieces of E. coli-laden meat, <laughs> just very little, little pieces with each meal so they build up resistance That's to one, the strain. That's one way of thinking. Well, I'm, I'm definitely a believer. I mean, I'm not a believer in feeding them 
E. coli laden meat, but I am a believer that society is getting too sanitized and they are putting themselves in jeopardy. Well, yeah, but there are some things like E. coli that even a tiny amount is a problem. I agree with you. If, if I drop something on the ground, I, if, unless it's in a disgusting area like here in the studio, <laughs> I'll usually pick it up and brush it off. Kiss it up to God. Right. <laughs> Get one of those, and, and yeah, absolutely. The people get are too careful, and what happens is your body doesn't build up any resistance because that's how antibiotics work. Mm -hmm. Antibiotics, in theory, gives you, uh, uh, well, not in immunizations, I should say. They give you a little bit of the disease. Mm -hmm. Your body builds up resistance to it, and then it's protected from it. So don't put your kids into a plastic bubble. Now, that said, Michelle, if you're listening, of course, you've got to be very careful touching dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep a little tray of warm water to rinse your hands. <laughs> He's a fur-bearing mammal, for God's sakes. Well, a stalemate over a chess game allegedly led to a fight between inmates at a Wisconsin jail. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Not another chess fight in prison, but it's true. I'm only kidding. Obviously, you have to pass the time. So these two guys in prison were playing chess when they were approached by an inmate who disagreed that the game had reached a stalemate. Apparently, he started mocking one of the chess players, saying uh -oh. that he didn't know what move to make next and that he was not actually at an impasse. Fight broke out. People were injured, cuts and bruises. And one of the inmates is being charged with battery. Shanks were brought out. People were stabbed. That's ugly. Apparently, there were previous, there's previous bad blood about chess and that the one inmate had mocked the other guy for being a bad player on previous occasions. You know, it's not nice to mock an inmate. You know, no. you're sitting there, just drink your cappuccino and eat your soft batch <laughs> uh, cook, cookies uh, and, and just watch the chess match quietly, okay? No reason to bring a shank into the game. No. This is, a, this, is, this is a mature, intelligent person's game. My God. What are they, criminals in there? Can an inmate play a game of chess <laughs> without being mocked by the other inmates? Yeah, it's interesting. You see, on the outside, we say checkmate. Over there, they say, checkmate, bend over, bitch. <laughs> I'm somebody's bitch. <laughs> that's, it's, there's a whole different winning scenario. Next time, they can send the mail to you. That was not me making that comment. <laughs> They, my peeps, they know. I, I know. know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm set up on all sides here. You got to. I would expect that you have to have a sense of humor in prison. There's oh, no way certainly. around it. No, so my, my uh, buddies who've been inside, they thought it was a laugh riot. <laughs> <laughs> well, a sex-crazed otter has been put in solitary confinement at an aquarium in California after forcing himself on numerous occasions on seal pups. That's it. Lock Nick, lock, uh, <laughs> lock Sean in Todd Thomas's office, would you please? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan had been taken into custody by officials after his raging hormones forced him to attack these seal pups, often killing them during sex. He's now been put in a large tank to protect the pups. Is a pedophile? Apparently, he's responsible for the deaths of up to 20 of them. 20 oh, were killed man. before they finally decided to put this guy in solitary. He's five years old, and they're now looking for a new home for him at a zoo or aquarium where he won't cause such a problem. One official said, he's a nice animal, but he's got a stigma attached to him. Much like Sean. All right, Sean, we're not going to wait for 20 deaths. Three, and you're out of here. All right. I'll, I'll stop. 
I'll be good. <laughs> he's a nice animal. <laughs> but he's got a but stigma. He's, yeah, he's got it. He does. Mm-hmm. Well, on last night's Survivor, this is actually pretty nice. Roger was the one to go, but they're saying in Dark Side Dave, you can correct me if the scenario seems off to you, that he took the hit so Elizabeth could survive. Apparently, Tina asked Roger whether he or Elizabeth needed the winning money more. He said Elizabeth did because her mom had medical bills from battling cancer. As a result, Roger was voted out, narrowly beating Keith. Also, this was interesting, Keith had won, I guess, one of the reward challenges, and it was a phone call. And during that phone call, he proposed to his girlfriend, and she said yes. What a heartwarming episode of Survivor. Wow. I thought they were all scumbags this year. Yeah, I guess not. Not Roger, anyway. Now, which one's Roger, though? He's the old guy. He's the old guy. He was the cool one. You're sad to see him go? Yeah, I was pissed, because I wanted to see Colby go, but... uh, What, did he win immunity again? Again. Three Mm -hmm. weeks in a row, the freaking idiot. Who is, uh, and who did he let, which one did he let win? He took the bullet for who? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. They were, those two kind of had like a bond going. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Is she, is she uh, attractive? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So should I trade him a BJ or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be dirty? You know, you take a nice heartwarming story, D. Snyder, and you make it dirty. <laughs> just hypothetical. I didn't say she did. I was just curious. You know, you're talking about a million dollars. It's a lot of freaking money. <laughs> But <laughs> she brushed her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Perry has wrecked yet another car. This time it was his brand new BMW. This was Sweet. not his fault. Police say an elderly woman ran a stop sign and collided right into Matthew Perry's car. Luckily, no one was injured. Police say alcohol and drugs were not a factor in either car. But his car is very badly damaged. It was so new, it still had the paper plates on it. It didn't even have real plates. Of course, you'll remember last year, he crashed his Porsche into the front porch of a neighbor's home. Was it Johnny Mathis's house? Johnny Mathis's right. house, yes. And he wasn't hurt in that crash either. You know, this guy just can't catch a break. What I a know. rough life. $450,000 yeah. an episode and all these <laughs> problems. I mean, you just got to feel so bad for him. Mm. Poor guy. First his Porsche gets wrecked, then his Beamer gets wrecked. <laughs> right, Nick? You know the yeah. feeling. How many dings do you have in your Civic? I know. <laughs> How do you get all them dead dings? Well, I mean, it's not only... Well, one time, it was my fault. I ran into a pole downstairs in the garage. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, people have just ran into me. I don't Some know. woman down in the garage hit you also, right? Yeah, she rolled right into the side of my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like a damn target. Mm. Good news, good news. Matt's crack pipe was not damaged <laughs> in the crash. So that's still intact. Everything's fine. Saving Thank grace. God for that. Good news, right, Dark Side? Yeah. Diamond last night on the Diamond. Red Sox over Tampa Bay 8-3. Yankees beat Toronto 6-5, but it took them 17 innings to do it. They said it was some record, was it not? That's almost two full games in one. Yeah, it was five. It was over five hours of playing. They're going to be... That is painful. Tuckered out in the Bronx this weekend. We need a freaking win, okay? So we'll take whatever we can get. And the Red Sox... As slim as that was. Yeah, I know. You guys are kicking ass. Hockey winners last night, playoffs, Philadelphia, St. Louis, and Dallas. And UConn today expected to sign the top unsigned high school player, Amika Okafor, a forward from Houston. It's apparently chosen Connecticut over Arkansas and Vanderbilt.
Good for the husband. There you go. Mostly you go. sunny. Into the low 60s today. You might be right. We might be heading out of this cold snap today. Cloudy showers, or tonight rather, after midnight with a low in the 40s. And tomorrow looks pretty good. Clouds, maybe a few showers, but up into the mid-60s and near 70 and even warmer for Sunday. Right now, 34 at 728. All right, coming up next, it's what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Well, we'll tell you what you're going to do. The beauty of what the hell I'm going to do this weekend, am I going to do this weekend, is that we offer you ideas from each member of our little troop. Uh, so you get very varied suggestions. Something's got to stick. So do stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I've seen him go nuts. Radio, Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Stop fucking right now! What do you mean? Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Monday on D. Snyder Radio. It's a family feud. Always a good time. But we need you to go to Radio104.com. Check out this week's Peeps poll. Answer the survey questions so we have a fabulous sampling of your opinions for the big feud on Monday, all right? That's Radio104.com. The Peeps Poll. Reactions, reactions, reactions. First of all, uh, got a letter from LV Mama, my biggest fan in the building. Uh, we should put biggest in quotations. She said, I want to apologize for the confusion I obviously inadvertently caused. Re my prior email regarding idiots taking the elevators from the lobby up one floor to the cafeteria. My email was actually to Nick and CCD. My comment mm. about I know how much you hate fat people was directed at Nick, not at you. I never heard you say anything bad about us larger than lifers, but Nick obviously has a problem with anyone over 130 pounds, as he previously stated. Nice to know that I'm in the same category as Cindy Crawford. That's from LV <laughs> Mama. <laughs> and now some re reaction to laughter of the chickens. Michelle Z says, as I'm sure you already know, laughter of the chickens was loved by the peeps. Mad props to all. Uh, Amanda writes, says, your impression of Hannibal this morning was just too much. I almost ran off the road. I've never laughed so hard as I did today listening to you guys. Thank you for being on the air and brightening my day every day. That's Amanda. Princess Leia writes, bravo. I give Laughter of the Chickens a rave review, five stars. What an ingenious script by Matt from Agawam. The performances were stellar. Sean's tale of horror made me want to crawl into a corner and assume the fetal position, just like Darkseid's pick of the corn song this morning. It was hilarious, <laughs> Princess Leia. And um, Matt from Agawam himself was so happy with our performance. He says, I can, I can't, I can hear the chickens laughing. Yeah, where did you get the sound of chickens laughing, Darkseid? Yeah, I've got my ways. <laughs> Very odd. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, D, that was awesome. Thanks for doing such a great job with the chickens. I hope I can ra keep raising the bar along with the not-ready-for-drive-time players. Uh, the last at home with Mudbone notwithstanding. <laughs> 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 and, oh, you know, I mean, they can't all be positive reviews. One negative. Subject, chickens aren't laughing. 
D, I'm a big fan of the show, and I listen every morning. And I usually find myself laughing my ass off at whatever you guys happen to be doing. But this morning, I hardly cracked a smile listening to the laughter of the chickens. The whole thing made no sense, and the jokes were stupid. Maybe it would have been funnier if you ended with a musical number like Mudbone's <laughs> Penis. Anyway, keep up the good work with everything else. I'm still a fan. Sincerely, Boog. You know, it maybe just wasn't his cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he was angry at something else. Taking it out on me. Who knows? You know, but uh, just didn't get... Maybe he never saw Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> if you didn't see Silence of the Lambs, you'd definitely be in the dark because it was all played off that. And Dark Side Dave, we'll be recapping it for those of you who... Uh, Want to hear it again tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio Encore. Encore. We play the best of this week's D. Snyder Radio. And it was a good one. Okay. Time now. Let me check, check my clock. Yes, we can do this. Time now for what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Like I said, this is where we, the different players here, tell you what we think you should do this weekend. Am I doing the new movies, Beth, or are you? Uh, I'll do them, and you can comment if you've heard anything about okay, them. Okay, please. First up, we have Freddie Got Finger. That, of course, is starring Tom Green. Yes, uh, Tom Green. This movie is getting trashed, <laughs> trashed <laughs> by mercilessly. The press. What? What? You know, I mean, are you surprised? He wrote it, directed it, and starred in it. His first film. It's Tom Green, and uh, Leah Rosen, who I saw do a, a scathing review on it did have to admit that the young guy in front of her was out of his mind he was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least she admitted it. That's good. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about yesterday. I appreciate if a reviewer could at least acknowledge that maybe there is an audience because mm-hmm. that damn commercial seems funny as all hell. And I think I'm going to steal Tom's uh, promotion idea for my commercials for Strangeland 2. I was going to get on there and start ranting and raving. What do they know? They're critics. <laughs> they like movie with violins. There's no violins in Strangeland 2. All right, what else is coming out, Beth? Also, Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles, the third in a series of Crocodile Dundee movies. I understand that it, uh, from reviewers are saying it's worth the wait. Well, I saw two and a half stars from the Post, which or the Daily News, which is decent. Oh, that's not bad. It was uh, yeah. 13 years ago that they did the second one. Uh, and I, the review Leah Rosen gave it, or I saw, and again, you know, you, critics, uh, I'm not too that crazy about them, obviously. Mm-hmm. She said it, the thing she didn't like is it kind of played off the same jokes as previous ones. Well, it's like, good for me is I haven't seen any, so it'll all be fresh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to ruin it for you, <laughs> but but like, Dark said, did you ever see the Crocodile Dundee movies? Uh, I saw the first one. Remember one of them, uh, he had, a, he had a, a, an issue with a bidet. He didn't know what it was. Mm. Well, like now this time, he has an issue with a whirlpool bath. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like it, they've taken the same joke and said, okay, what else is in the bathroom that might freak him out? You know, so. Uh, but, you know, that said, I'm gonna, I got to see Freddy Got Fingered. I got to see that. All right. And any other new, new movies? I don't think so. There's a movie opening. I don't know if it's in wide, wide release. It's called Panic. It's starring Nev Campbell. I know that this was filmed a long time ago. I think it also stars... Um, Who's the guy who was in Fargo? He's really funny. You know what I'm talking about. Which one? The Mr. Lundegaard. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fargo. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. And uh, so check that out if you uh, are into it. 
Yeah, there's a couple of limited release films, yeah. but I don't know if they I don't know if they come to Hartford. You know, it's like New At York some and point, LA. Come. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well I guess the best bets with films are like Spy Kids. If you've got a family family uh, you want to take to the movies, you haven't seen it yet, that's like really good for, for the whole family. And there's a couple other things out that people are suggesting. I'm going existing to see things. Bridget Jones' Diary tonight. Yeah, that one. A lot of people are, are highly praising mm-hmm. that one. All right, well, it's my turn. Dark Side Music Maestro. I got the kids, so I'm always looking for something to do with them. Not always, but a lot of times. So you might consider Kid City in Middletown. I recommend that highly. It's a very unique place to bring the fam. Uh, Stepping Stones Museum is an interactive museum for children in Norwalk, Connecticut, which has all interactive. That's good. That means the kids are doing something and, you know, and they're having fun, sitting in a, in a board in a chair kids don't like. Also, um, Jewelry Jamboree at the Hartford Public Library at 2 p.m. on Saturday. It's for children 8 and older where they learn how to make jewelry, and it's free. Hey, now. Uh, 16th Annual Children's Festival. I told you, spring's here. Things are happening. University of Hartford at the University of Hartford, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Educational and fun activities for children of all ages and a special appearance by Clifford, the big red dog. (laughs) All right. Very popular in my house. And uh, also for more adult entertainment, what are you looking at comedy show at Seven Angels Theater in Waterbury? Starts at 8 o'clock. Has an evening of sketch and stand-up comedy by nine different comedians. It's all Italian comedians, Nick. Oh, oh is really? that the what are you looking at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, Sean wrote, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you expect from a frog, you know? It's what are you <laughs> looking at? Yeah, what are you looking at? Well, all right, what's that, the difference? So that might be good. It's difference. When Italian says, what are you looking at? What are that, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, who are you? Johnny Blue Eyes or whatever his name is? Forget about it. Um, also, for you uh, motorcycle freaks in Danbury, Connecticut, Sunday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., the Marcus Dairy Motorcycle Show featuring various motorcycle vendors, new and used motorcycles on display and on sale. It only costs 7 bucks to get in. And a couple of concerts you might be interested in. You old school people, 9 p.m., Foxwood Resort Casino, Billy Idol, the Rebel Yell. Yeah. yeah! The Billy Idol lift, come on, the sneer, the hairdo, the magic, the leather jacket. It's probably bursting at the seams. I would like to see that. We couldn't get an interview with him, though. I we know. tried. He's not doing interviews. That's a shame, really. Uh, I don't know. We're going to work on that. Maybe we'll get him on the phone. I hear there's a chance, fingers crossed, people, he might be a celebrity lifeline (laughs) on next week's Sagan's Evans. Possible. I know people because, you know, I mean, he says no to interviews, but he didn't realize it's D. Snyder Radio, okay? All right. Uh, Also, for you new schoolers, Bile. Performing at the Empress Ballroom in Danbury, Connecticut, Saturday, April 21st. That's tomorrow. Vile is a band that was in Strangeland. They were the ones in that club scene, that really freaky band was tearing their faces off. And the girl was doing, like, all this weird whippings and stuff like that. Beth, you know when you had your eyes closed? Yeah, no, I remember that scene. (laughs) That was Vile. And uh, they're friends of mine. And they're a really cool, hard band. You know, from the... From the Nine Inch Nails, 
you know, Rob Zombie, uh, you know, Marilyn Manson school from that direction. Very hardcore, a lot of fun. Mile at the Empress Ballroom in Danbury, Connecticut on Saturday, tomorrow night, okay? All right, now let's just take a, a break for a traffic update, and then we'll find out, Beth, what you've got to offer. Psycho Dan, what's going on? This traffic report is brought to you by Western Connecticut State University. Give your brain a kickstart this summer by taking summer classes at Western Connecticut State University. Your brain will thank you for it. Call Western Connecticut State University or visit wcsu.edu. Traveling on 84 East, you'll slow down from exit 48 into the downtown tunnel. 84 West, heavy traffic over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, between exit 7 and 6, we had a breakdown that's off to the shoulder, causing just a minor delay as you pass by it. And then it's going to be a little busy up at the 84 Merge. 91 North looks good, no delays there. Traveling on Route 2, you'll slow down approaching the flyover. And on 691 West in Meriden, at exit 10, we had a crash. That's off to the right shoulder, causing just a minor delay. At 746, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Hey, Mudbone's here. Oh, no, no, I don't, why don't we just, uh, I want to see what Mudbone's got to offer. Anything going on, Mudbone? You care to share with the peeps? Yeah, I'm going to be down at um, Harbor Park this afternoon with the Cuz and Chaz. Doing a 420 brownie mix, and we have a lot of brownies there. So, if anyone needs some extra, feel free to stop over to the broadcast booth and give me a holler. And I think I just head down to the casino this weekend and and check out Billy and do a little gambling. There you go. So look for Mudbone at the craps table. Yeah. All right. Well, now over to Ms. Lockwood. Well, continuing this weekend and. Uh, for a little while longer is Glass Menagerie at Hartford Stage, which I saw last weekend and really enjoyed. Elizabeth Ashley's great, and I thoroughly enjoyed Andrew McCarthy. And you never know who's going to be there. You know, Dee, when I was there, um, Governor Rowland was only a few rows in front of me enjoying the show with his wife. The Glass Menagerie and Governor Rowland? That's right. He's still my beating heart. <laughs> hey, uh, as I say, a- Andrew McCarthy, I've been trying to get him on the show, and apparently he's got a real phobia for morning shows. Yeah, I don't know if it, that's a phobia, but if it is, I think he's got it. Well, anybody who runs into him or sees him or whatever who's a fan of the show, tell him, D is sensitive to the artist. We're nice. Plus, I've well, seen I mean, him three times. I know all about his work at the Hartford stage. I've never beat up one person besides Gene Simmons, and it's not actually Gene, it's Craig Guest anyway, so it's, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we just, we want to bring him on, we've enjoyed much of his work from his Brad Pack days, and uh, and Ms. Lockwood has seen him many times performing in, uh, you know, on the stage, so uh, if someone's like, hey, Andrew, don't be so chicken excrement, and get your ass in on D-Snyder Radio. Also, starting at the Long Wharf Theater in New Haven, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's the interesting, nutty take on Hamlet, which people might enjoy. <laughs> it's boring and dull. I'm yawning. <laughs> All right, we'll see what flea markets you have lined up later on Dark Side Day. Yeah, oh, that's, that's Joe Dirt's review. <laughs> uh, Rent is in its last weekend at the Oakdale Theater, if you haven't gotten a chance to see that yet, and you're in the mood for a musical. If you're in the mood for comedy, let me just say that Carrot Top is at the Warner Theater in Torrington yeah. tonight. Why did we get an interview with Carrot Top? We've he, had him on the yeah. air. Yeah, I mean, Carrot Top, Sean, is, is a guarantee. I did actually put on a call, a couple phone calls for Carrot Top, and I wasn't able to get We got the Heisman? Liar! From Carrot Top? <laughs> no, not a liar. I put in a couple phone calls, and I never got any return phone calls regarding liar! it, so... Did you call on his prop phone? Maybe that was the mistake. Oh. I'm sorry. Boycott Carrot Top. Okay. 
<laughs> boycotting carrots. That's what we're doing from now on. We got to show our muscle. Boycott Carrot Top. Everybody over to Peter Tork's show with the Shoe Suede Blues <laughs> next week. Everybody pack that place. Boycott Carrot Top. That's it. And if you're there tonight, stick around up in Torrington because Sunday night at the Warner Theater, Willie Nelson. Where's Willie? How can we get him on the phone? What are we, Wood? He's stoned. Actually, he's very stoned, <laughs> so he may not have been able to call us. Okay. And that's what I've got. All right. Let me see. Who should I throw it to today? Mm, just for grin, for excrement and giggles, let's go to uh, our very own Sean the Perv. Sean. All right. What it's are you and Charlie Brown doing this week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be a big weekend. First off, me and Psycho tonight are going to be at the Meeting House in Tallinn, Connecticut. We're going to be DJing together. <laughs> are you together? <laughs> yeah. Dynamic duo. The dynamic duo. The ambiguously gay duo. What are you looking at? No. <laughs> what are you looking at? Um, <laughs> and then on Friday and Saturday night, it's a really big porn weekend because uh, this Friday or tonight and tomorrow night at the Gold Club on the all nude side, there's Triple X star legend Jewel Denial. I'm very oh excited. <laughs> Jewel Denial. In, yes. in actually here in Hartford? Yes, in Hartford here. Hey, I, bring on the bitches! <laughs> I'll probably be at both shows or uh, every showing that she does. Uh, also, Sunday at the Gold Club from 1 to 5 is their annual Spring Fling, which is uh, going to have two of my favorite things, the area's hottest dancers and a very big buffet. So, <laughs> yes. You are exquisitely... Pathetic. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> and then, right down the street from where Psycho and I will be DJing, uh, when I'm not DJing and Psycho is, I'm going to stop over to the Electric Blue because Triple X, adult film superstar, Animal is there. Isn't she the one we had in the studio? No, that was Anna Romeo. Oh. I think you <laughs> keep them all straight. <laughs> Animal. So <laughs> I can tell you about Animal if you'd like that. I'm all set, Sean. Oh, yeah. Animal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Woo. She's a hottie. All right. So. Very exciting. Yep. So, all right. Is that it for you? That's, you that's else? it for me, D. It's okay, a very exciting weekend. I think it's enough. Okay. <laughs> well, Dark Side Dave, tell us. What are the trailer trash doing this weekend? Okay, well, we'll start off with television events um, on Saturday, 5 p.m. on The Learning Channel. I love The Learning Channel. It's awesome. Junkyard Wars. Have you ever checked this out? No, I haven't. I've heard very good things about it. It's Interesting cool. you call that an event, but I have heard about that. Yes. Yeah, it's really cool. They get two teams in a junkyard, let them loose, and they have to like construct different things. It's very cool. Check it out if you get a chance. Don't know why they call it the Learning Channel. It's pretty entertaining, if you ask me. Don't know why they call it junk. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff in there. On Saturday, the second annual Chili Cook-Off from 11 till 2. It's at the East Granby Community Center. Beverages, snacks, baked goods, Ooh. also for sale. It's only $1 for four sample cups of chili. Can you imagine yeah. the porta johns at that event? <laughs> yeah. The Chili Cook-Off. It's somewhere like midway through, <laughs> oxygen masks drop out of the ceiling. <laughs> Um, There's uh, a Scottish Highland Festival thing going on 7 till midnight uh, in Scotland, Connecticut. 12 bucks for adults, 8 dollars for children, 12 and under. You can like call the town hall and find out what's going on. Bagpipes, fiddling, dancing, Mm. food, a whole bunch more. That's going to be a good time. Haggis. I think we have a paper who's down. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, one other thing is there's this really cool store that I found out in Southington. 
It's called The Oracle. It's a new age gift shop. They have like jewelry, incense, oils, candles, crystals, books, tarot cards, a whole bunch of stuff, man. It's a really cool place. They do like psychic readings, astrology reports, and all weekend long since it is Earth Day weekend, um, they're going to be having an Earth Day celebration. Or- organic hemp coffee. They'll be brewing it all weekend long. You go into the store, they'll just give you a cup for free, you know, while you're down there. Plus, How sweet is that? This is in lieu of uh, 104 Rocks the Earth Day. That's right. And uh, they have like herbal teas they'll be they'll be doing down there. Huge hemp sale. They have all types of hemp clothing and, and um, merchandise down there. So you want to go check that out all weekend long. Uh, that's at the Oracle in Southington. Hey, by the way, uh, Dave Hill's going to be at Bushnell Park by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to knock him out. <laughs> in remembrance of Earth Day of last year. It's a little memorial. Sorry, Doug <laughs> That's all right. That's, that's pretty much what I got going on. All oh, right, plus, well. Plus tomorrow, from 11 till 1 tomorrow morning, I'll be at uh, the Hartford Civic Center for the big liquidation sale. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Stutton Plus. That's a big deal. Dark Side Dave from D-Sider Radio from 11 to 1 will be at the Hartford Civic Center at the big liquidation sale. Go yeah. down and say hey to Dark Side Dave. That's right. All right. And and don't forget, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., start your day with D-Sider Radio Encore and then head on over to the Civic Center. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And now, please welcome to our show... Nikki Nightlife, what is going on, bro? Uh, thank you, D. Well, uh, it's a big night tonight. I'll be at the Brickyard from 10 till midnight. What's up? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm especially, you know, spring, summer season. So the girls are, you know, they're, they're dressing up a little bit more, or I should say wearing less. So there are good nights at the Brickyard now. So come down, Coors Light Night there at the Brickyard. Uh, also today, a big event this afternoon. I know we have the 420 with Chaz at Harbor Park, but um, Jackie Joyner Kersey is going to be a keynote speaker at, the, at UConn today. Uh, Menzies through menopause is the woman's health update. Uh, there's a registration fee of $50, but it includes a snack buffet and parking. So if, uh, you know, everybody's got to learn. free to, sanitary now. Yeah, I mean, they're not excluding men from this. So, I mean, if you want to learn more about Menzies through menopause, I'd go check out Jackie Turner first. <laughs> yeah, what, what am I, that. Wood? You and Will, I wasn't asked. Are you and Wilcow going to head over? <laughs> What's that? You and Wilcow going to head over? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Lester cheese on the taco. <laughs> you should take, take Carlito and Scuba with you, too. Yeah. <laughs> um... Later on tonight, I, I don't know, after the breakyard, I might have to head out to the Midnight Organ Romp. Um, <laughs> it's happening at Wesleyan University, and they'll have performances uh, by the students and faculty. Have you seen my wiener? <laughs> this is the Midnight Organ Romp at Wesleyan. Like what kind of performances? <laughs> I don't know. Stuff with organs. They're free thinkers at Wesleyan. Yeah. So that's going to be a good time. Uh, Saturday, uh, big night uh, out in Plainville, open night, uh, open mic night, no cover at the Roadhouse restaurant. <laughs> so uh, if you're of that type in Plainville, uh, head out to the Roadhouse restaurant I've for an open. Bad, yeah. bad girl. <laughs> yeah, real bad girl. Real bad girl. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be performing that and some other things. Uh, Latin Fest is happening. Latin Fest 2001, uh, 8 o'clock uh, Saturday night. That's at the at UConn as well, at the Jorgensen Auditorium. <laughs> with, with Eddie Santiago. Uh, 
uh, Rick Arena. the Tarantulas. <laughs> yeah, and some other guy's name that I can't pronounce, but they'll have food. Tickets are $30, $20 for students, and they'll have food, drinks, salsa, and uh, margaritas there. Awesome. So that sounds like a good time. That's Latin Fest yeah. 2001. How do you decide? Sombreros, yeah. sombreros are optional. Yeah. They'll probably have pinatas and stuff, so go oh, check sure, that out. Oh, sure, all the stereotypical things will be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hat dances. Yeah, they like that stuff. Hat dances. <laughs> Jumping beans. Pin the tail on the donkey. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, on uh, Sunday, this is very exciting. you got to get yourself up a little early, but after big couple nights of drinking you might want to go on a singles hike it's starting at 9 30 a.m it's uh, for ages from people from 25 to 50 no pets or children are allowed optional brunch follows hey where are the white women at <laughs> and it's presented by active singles so hey, bring on the bitches it's at the I, I don't know where this forest is it's at the Pug- pugesset Beth, I guess it. Uh, State Forest in uh, Newtown, Connecticut. So uh, you could check that out. That's a good time. Good yeah, time. Singles hike Sunday morning. Walk off all, right. all the you know, alcohol all right. you drink. Yeah, I'm sure that the one that reeks of booze will be the most popular guy on the hike. Yeah, singles crawl in your case. About to all Sherpa right. him up the hill. What's that? Well, that is Sherpa. <laughs> I have to make like a little like a, I don't know some kind of slang or something drag Nick up there human shame yeah. <laughs> pull Nick up there go what there Nick yeah, be a burden that's a fashion a stretcher out of tree branches and a blanket carry Nick alright uh, okay well that's what the hell's going on this weekend surely you have some choices don't just sit at home, unless, of course, you're tuning in for the entertainment event of uh, Junkyard Wars. <laughs> but other than that, get out there, do something. The weather's supposed to be great, and we'll see you out there, okay? All right, coming up next, it's time for the news. Beth Lockwood, can you tease? Yeah, there's a school for ugly people opening up. Also... <laughs> We don't need a school. <laughs> An update on Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. Are they having a baby or not? I'll give you the answer on that. The movie teaming up anyway of Julia Roberts and Adam Sandler. We've all been waiting for it. Women sitting in the front row at a Billy Joel concert got a little more than they bargained for. Uh-oh. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Eric Clapton is going to be a dad. Also an update on The Doors and The Grateful Dead. So get ready for that. Oh, boy, boy. Just, you know, someone make an announcement to the HCM listeners, please, so they know that we're doing this. Come on over. All right, and I'll have the latest Euro locations. And uh, one of our listeners takes a shot at 10 things that I would never say. That's pretty good on some of them, so stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D. Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. <laughs> now back to D. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? Snyder Radio. On Radio 104. So am I giving away those New Britain Rockcast tickets here? No. <laughs> All right. What happened? 
says so all the time. 8 a.m. Gives orders. <laughs> well, um, I thought we had him for the week, but apparently we gave away our last pair yesterday. It's just and they went like Mr. Bone. Yeah, Mark Bone told me. Ow! You smacked my head into the uh, microphone. Gotta be careful. Mike. All right. Well, then I will tell you this. Euro stickers. Do you have one on your vehicle, in your cubicle, on your locker, skateboard, moped, motorcycle? Well, leave them off the mopeds, okay? Motorcycle, on your helmet, if you're wearing one, <laughs> either helmet, <laughs> get one. People are telling me we're starting to make a dent. Why? Because we've got the network. I put the call out to the peeps with businesses. I said, please help us establish a network of locations throughout the listening area so that our listeners can get the damn euros. Listen carefully for a location near you, okay? It's alphabetized for your pleasure. In Berlin at Supplement City, in Branford, Midas Auto Systems Experts, in Bristol, Midas Auto Systems Experts, in Cheshire at Anderson Tire, in Cromwell, No Anchovies Pizzeria, and Sherwin-Williams Paint Stores have them. In East Haven, you can get them at Trolley Square Wine and Liquors and Darkside Tattoo. In Enfield, three locations, Music Outlet, The Edge Tattoo, and Auto Lube. In Guilford, Connecticut, pick them up at Mannix Chevrolet Pontiac. In Manchester, Planet Fitness has them. In Milford, three locations, Soho Computers, Marathi Auto Body, and Copper Beach Tans. In Morris, pick them up at Morris Market and Deli. In Naugatuck, Nolan Brothers Music has them. In Newington, get them at Record Breaker. In New Britain, hard-hit New Britain Sherwin-Williams Paint Stores. New Milford, two locations, the Corner Store and Sitco Gas Station. Uh, in North Brantford, Absolute Liquors got them. In New Haven and Orange, Connecticut, Clark's Dairy Restaurants got them. Say hi to Large Lou. In Plainville, Curves for Women has them. In Shelton, Connecticut, you can pick them up at the Donut Center. Say hi to the Chic and Joe Bags. They're still both alive, even though we haven't seen them lately, but they've written to tell me they're alive. In Tapville, get it at, uh, oh, I forgot, Stratford, Midas Auto Systems Experts, and Gelb's Flooring and Building. In Tapville, Scotty's M&M Liquors has them. In Torrington, Midas Auto Systems Experts has got them. In Vernon, Vernon pick them up at Planet Fitness. In Wallingford, the Music Station and Toyota of Wallingford. In Waterbury, Phoenix Records, and the Beauty Mark Tattooing and Piercing. In Weathersfield, you can get them at Genevieve, uh, Giovanni's Brick Oven New York Style Pizzeria and Sherwin-Williams Paint Store. In West Haven, Expressive Auto Sales has got them for you. In Wilkett, get them at the Wilkett Deli or Cars by Us. In Massachusetts, we have two locations, three locations. In Wilbraham, Mass., pick them up at Rob Cardi Salon. And in West Springfield, you can get them at Indian Motorcycles and Union Auto Parts. And on Long Island, two locations, one in East Northport at East Northport Army and Navy Store. Say hi to Wilkow's dad. Don't blame him. And in Huntington, get it at Huntington Leather. All right, on West Carver Street. We've got more Euro locations coming next week. And if you'd like to be a Euro location, write to us at Captain Howdy at Radio104.com. All right, at Radio104.com. And speaking of Euro stickers, Christella from Hamden is on the phone. She wrote to us to tell her that her red 93 Shadow, uh, Christ, what is it? What car is it, uh, Christella? Uh, Dodge Shadow. A Dodge Shadow four-door red with a D-Euro sticker in the wind back window yeah. was stolen. And I figure that's a great idea you had. <laughs> this is a new feature of the D-Euro. Use it to identify stolen cars. Yeah, I wanted to also let you know if the plate is still on it, because I felt bad for that guy who called and said <laughs> he had the same car. 
Yes. <laughs> if the plate's still on it, it's 534GXE. Okay. Just in case. Fi- Five three four GXE. Yeah, unfortunately, um, that other guy in the red shadow just had his ass kicked by five <laughs> large peeps on the side of I eighty four. But it's nice to know that my peeps are there for us. So yeah, go call the police. That's All right, great. that'll be that'll be so awesome. Yeah, and I another peep. Yep. Go ahead. I just want to say thanks for putting that out for me. Oh, you're welcome. But I just you know it's it's sort of self serving to be honest, Christella, because I'll be like a hero. Yeah. People with, like, Beamers and Mercedes will be slapping one on their car just to ID it <laughs> if it gets stolen. This is beautiful. All right. Thanks, Christelle. I hope you get your car back. Great, all right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. All right. Let me see. I got a couple of things here before we get into the news. Uh, uh, D-mail reactions to things. A couple of uh, D-mails here. Like I said, the Sheik is still alive. Also, uh, to, to do the Queen Bee, thank you for sharing. Steve. Thanks very much for your nice letter. People just write sometimes, Beth, to say nice mm-hmm. things, like Tom from Torrington, T. Nukes, good a listener of the show. Um, and thank you to Professor Kine in Amherst, Massachusetts, and also uh, the, a Wallingford listener, John LeBlanc. Okay? But now a couple of letters I want to get to. We got traffic. We got a sound window. We got stuff to do. Rob Dibble's calling. Life is good. Listen to this. Listen to this. D, while exercising daily to music remakes of all sorts in a women's exercise chain in Meriden, I almost passed out of my tracks when over the speakers could be heard, we're not going to take it. I almost smiled but then cringed when a disco version (gasps) with a D-sounding person sang, complete with a lot of whoa-woes. Ah! Please, please tell me you never recorded a disco version of your song. It even has a sickening, almost cheerleading sound of singers yelling the words fight and right at the end. I just can't take it anymore. Thanks, Rosemary. Rosemary, I... No kidding. I, I've never recorded a disco version. Do you know about uh, this? No, they don't have to get my approval. You don't have to get anybody's approval to re-record this song as long as you're not altering it, like changing the words or something like that. And uh, and quite honestly, that's where I would draw the line. I don't care how much they paid me. I was so against disco music. It is an affront to me as a person. And I, the first thing I'm going to do when I get home this weekend is check my publishing statement to make sure I've at least received my royalties right. for this atrocity. <laughs> but I had nothing to do with that. And also, Chris sends uh, 10 things uh, people are jumping on the bandwagon here 10 things that I would never say 10 things I would never say I think he's on about with about 8 of them okay uh, number 10 he says uh, that was a great Bon Jovi concert which <laughs> <laughs> I probably would not find me saying this one I don't agree with uh, is not, number 9 he says no Nick's not gay I always say Nick's not gay mm-hmm. he, not that there's anything wrong with it but he's he's a confirmed heterosexual he's just a little bit has an odd way of showing it. Uh, here's number eight. Well, that was most certainly rude, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> definitely I won't be saying that. Seven. You know, there are way too many D-Euros on that station SUV. <laughs> way too many D-Euros. That's a good one. Number six. Boy, Dark Side, your feet smell great today. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Sean, stop exercising. <laughs> 
Uh, number four, uh, a little vague on. I can't believe that at I can't believe that the at home didn't contain any violence today. Not sure about that one. Number three, I want to move to Romania because the people there are so clever. <laughs> number two, oh, I don't want the mullet anymore. And number one, that mullet looks terrible. <laughs> Things you don't hear me saying that mullet looks terrible. And then there's another list from Damn It All in Pleasantville who made a list of things Nick would never say. Uh, it's only five. Number one here, he says, uh, I know what you mean. You're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Nick with a girl. Uh, uh, number two here was, it's not like I bought you those drinks because I wanted something from you. Number <laughs> <laughs> three was, hey, do you think we could just talk and get to know each other? Uh, <laughs> four, Put those cigarettes away. <laughs> and five, you know, we could buy a house in Enfield and settle down. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. That's Never from Damn It All in Pleasantville. All right, before we get into the news, let's get a traffic update. And I have to tell you the sound window for the big contest. Psycho Dan, what's up? This traffic report is brought to you by Langen Volkswagen. Drivers wanted at Langen Volkswagen with locations in Glastonbury and Meriden. Or check out their website at langenvw.com. Traveling on 84 East looks good right now. No delays there. 84 West. Heavy traffic off the Bulkley Bridge, but not too bad. 91 South, you're delay-free. 91 North, no problems. Traveling on Route 2, it's just a little busy at the flyover. At 817, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. And speaking of Radio 104, we are giving you a chance at 10 grand and a trip every workday. More stations, more money, more winners, more money. All right, today between 12 noon and 1 p.m. on Will Cow Show, the cue to call will play. That's between noon and 1 p.m. If you are calling number 25 to our nationwide toll-free number at one 877 bucks, you will win $10,000 and a trip to Africa. Every weekday morning, I'll be announcing each day's one-hour window in which the cue to call will play at quarter past each hour right here on D. Snyder Radio. Next week, it's ten grand and a trip to Asia. Pretty cool. Sound a window again between noon and 1 p.m. on Will Cow's show. And now, without any further interruptions, Ms. Lockwood's report. D. Snyder Radio headlines. Police say an 18-year-old Willimantic man has been charged with assault for shooting another man in the back with a crossbow. Police say Robert Luciano, I'm sorry, fired an arrow into the back of another Robert man. Robert Lucky Luciano. <laughs> fired an arrow into the back of another man during an argument yesterday. The victim was luckily treated and released from the hospital. Dark side. I'm looking at dark side here. Is this the way of your people? I mean, I noticed... <laughs> That that there's oh there's is there always the threat of bodily harm <laughs> when some when you people get together and you know have a few get in an argument I mean weapons are always just about arm's reach at any point <laughs> have, have, have you ever seen any you know evidence of this someone pull out a gun and threaten another guest at your at somebody's house or oh, anything yeah. like or that? relative actually yeah a <laughs> okay. lot you. I was going to say, it seems constantly hearing about this, like an argument breaks out and someone just like, really gets pissed and storms off and gets something that could kill somebody. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was. All my friends know the person, but somebody actually stuffed a, a gun right in my nose one time. Like, you know, <laughs> pointing it right at my what face. What had you done to deserve that? Uh, he was drunk. <laughs> oh, whew. Were you scared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> wow. My friends don't do that. 
So what happened? Obviously, you didn't pull the trigger. No, no. I, like, well, I mean, it's okay. happened before. Picture the scene, people. He's done it to Dark a lot of with, a, with a barrel of a gun in his nose, a group of others sitting around. Dude, calm down, dude. Calm <laughs> down, dude. Trying to talk this guy down. Basically, that's, that's what it was. Why do you still hang out with this guy? I don't. I haven't seen him in, in years. Right, this good. was year. This was like uh, almost 10 years ago. Um, now, was it, was, were there drugs involved? Um, As far as a deal? No. No. Oh, okay. No, Trump deal like gone that. bad. He was um he was drunk on like about a gallon of wine and a half a dozen uh, valiums and he was pretty wasted and he had a habit of pulling his gun on people. Do you remember what the argument was about? Um yeah, I was just there. I mean that's pretty much it. He was he was just a drunk dude. He didn't like the look of you? No. He had he had issues. He had serious issues. Yeah. And he did it to really? a bunch of other people before, but <laughs> yeah, he, he pulled it on me once. Whatever time. happened to him, do you know? Uh alive and well and and still living somewhere here in uh, the Connecticut area. Wow. Yeah, that's why I'm not gonna mention names. Shoving guns in people's faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, 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 I, you know, um, by the way, just cross me off your party list, okay? <laughs> <laughs> a Groton man is among four internet auction bidders who got burned while shopping through the internet. Thomas Tiskowitz sent $2,500 for a digital television advertised with the words, Great Picture. He did get a great picture of a digital TV, <laughs> oh. but no appliance. <laughs> oh, Scammed. It was a scam by an 18-year-old kid, 18 or 19-year-old kid. Well, you know what? That was beautifully done, too. Mm -hmm. Because HDTVs are in the four grand range, so the price was high enough to make you think it was possible, but not so low that you would have said, oh, there's no way. Mm -hmm. so, there, so, you know, at $2,500, you're figuring, oh, man, this must be like, you know, right? This must be like a cost deal or something, right, from the factory. Sweet. What a scam. <laughs> Did they catch the kid? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. See, they'll always get you. Sooner or later, mm -hmm. Nick, they're going to get you. So just stop jotting that notes down there <laughs> and forget that crazy idea. Disney has announced it will station full-time paramedics at its Anaheim, California theme parks. Four city paramedics will be stationed at Disneyland and the company's new theme park, Disney's California Adventure. A spokesman says the plan is part of an ongoing effort to streamline emergency services. It'll cost Disney about $1.4 million a year. Now, you know, now, the subtext there is to get problems out of the park as quickly as possible. They do not like any ugliness in that park. Mm -hmm. and, and actually... I don't necessarily think, necessarily think it's a bad thing. I don't. If I'm at Disney World, the last thing I want to see is ugliness. Yeah, if, if someone gets injured, and, they, and there's a book out that has like some horrific things that have happened to people, it is cleaned up, and there's no you know waiting for the police to come to check out the scene. They got their own police. Mm -hmm. They know, move in, bodies removed. People have died. Well, here's the thing. You and I both love Disney, D, and you can't run an operation like that and... Remain injury free. You can't. No, of course you can't. But you know, so it's not like the normal like they shut down the ride at Six Flags mm -hmm. while a police invest. There's no police investigation. They throw a goofy costume on the body <laughs> and they drag it the hell out of there. 
and worry. Let you know. Let the police report be damned. Okay, clean up the blood. Uh, nothing to see here, folks. And everything's business as usual. They're pros. I mean, when you're there, you never notice any security, but they're everywhere. No, I never notice. You're right. Yeah, they're they're there, but they're, they're very very mm -hmm. quiet, and you'll never see an altercation. You'll never see a fight. If it happens, you know, on a line, they're whisked out, gone. So uh, I'm not surprised that they're streamlining. It's just going to make it even that much more efficient. Mm -hmm. Bravo, Disney. Maybe we'll go again this year. <laughs> well, ugly people are being told to go back to school to help them come to terms with their looks. I'm excited, Dave. This is happening at one Dutch university. They've launched a new course for people with extreme paranoia about how they look. Professors say they want to teach people to stop thinking of themselves as ugly, something they say can destroy an entire life. This is specifically for people who suffer from body dysmorphic disorder rather than people who just think that they'd rather have a different nose or, wow, I'd like to look like Julia Roberts, that kind of thing. This syndrome prevents sufferers from leading a normal life because they're so convinced that they are ugly. This is where it all <laughs> begins! The bitch ugly. A, I'd just like to say I am not paranoid. B, why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> I wasn't. I was looking at Sean. Psycho's looking at me. I can tell he's looking at me. He's in the other room. I know he's looking over here. I'm only kidding. Nobody here has to take that course. No, we certainly don't. Liar! I've come to, I've come to grips. Talks I've come I'm to just grips with my nice. appearance. <laughs> and I must say, I've made it work for me as well. You d definitely have. I have. Thank in you. every avenue. Thank you, sister. Well, expect to see an advertisement in your fortune cookie next time you go out to get Chinese food. The website half.com has tiny advertisements on the reverse of fortune cookies. Wanton Food is putting the ads into about 20 million cookies a month. This website will advertise for a range of cut price goods, including videos, books, sports, and electronic goods. So, so you're going to open up your fortune, mm -hmm. and on one side will be your fortune, yeah, and no, the other yeah. side... Yeah. Will be an advertisement where they used to have learn to speak Chinese. They'll now have an advertisement. This is incredibly invasive. Mm -hmm. I think Gene Simmons is behind it. Do you? <laughs> Kissonline.com. No, actually, Kiss uh, Gene is invested in advertising on prophylactics. <laughs> As you roll them on, the <laughs> advertisement unfolds. It's quite a clever idea, actually. A German folk singer has agreed to rent his girlfriend to a millionaire to pay for his liver transplant. 56-year-old <laughs> Christian Anders has a diseased liver, and he was approached by a 34-year-old millionaire, Michael Liker, with the idea. The two drew up a contract giving Liker a year with Anders' 20-year-old girlfriend, Jenna Cardis in return for the money that it will take to pay for this liver transplant. She has agreed to do it out of love for her boyfriend. She's a whore. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this straight. Guy needs a liver transplant. Right. Doesn't have Doesn't the money. Doesn't have the money. But he's got a, must have a fairly hot babe for a girlfriend. Mm hmm Millionaire says, I'll give you the money for the transplant if I can ha use your girlfriend, have her for a year. Right. Play it again, Dark Side. <laughs> she's a whore. <laughs> Technically, yes. But she's... she's um, wow, how did they arrange that deal? Well, they drew up a contract. No, but I mean, how did they find each other? Did they advertise it or something like that? 
It doesn't say how they found out about each other, but maybe they knew each other already. Obviously, this millionaire had an eye for the girlfriend, so he found out. And she said that she'll go ahead and do it, and with all of the things that come along with it, including relations, because of her love for her boyfriend. Maybe, just maybe, Nick should keep this in the back of his mind. Because you've had some fairly attractive girlfriends. That's right. You know, years from now, you're going to be needing that lung and that liver and stuff. <laughs> I know. You know, I mean, it's something to think about. I know. I need there, a, there are deals to be cut, deals to be made. Yeah, maybe I can make a two for one or something like that. Because the liver. <laughs> <laughs> you better be really good looking. Yeah, yeah. the liver and the lung, that's going to be expensive, right, Beth? I would think it's probably going to be pricey. Out of your price range. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, that. Steve. So you need a liver. It's liver or die. And your only option is. Live or let die. Sorry. <laughs> 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 and somebody says, I'll give you the money if I can have Suzette for a year. Um, first of all, <laughs> first of all, wasn't that a movie? Well, it was, but. With, uh, but that know, was just they, not, that was not for a liver transplant. That was just for the cash. Just for the cash. Um, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to die. No, I find out some other way. But he's saying if I'm stone broke, would she do it for me? Oh, she would do it for me. She would do it mm. for me. Suzette is, not that she's a whore, but basically you're saying, you know, if I put it... She's going to save your life. Right. But put it in another context, this woman obviously loves this man. Mm-hmm. He's dying. And they will, she will have no... She won't never have him again. She'll never be with him again. I don't mean that sexually. She won't have that person in her life. And rather than see him die, she sees an opportunity. She's giving up something, but she will be with him forever. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. incredible love. And my wife would do that for me, but I, I'd rather die. <laughs> then she could do it. Nick, you're really selfless. Would you go along with that? If you need the liver, lung, whatever you need? Um, rent her out for a year, whoever she is. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. figured you would. <laughs> I would. I'm not the jealous type. You know what I mean? I mean, no one's better than me. I mean, she's not going to want to hang around with a guy once the year's up. <laughs> She'll be begging to come back to me. So yeah, I've noticed they're all begging to come back. Yeah. Actually, there's only that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, an update from yesterday. Tom Green had said on Jay Leno's show that Drew Barrymore was pregnant. Surprise, surprise. Now he's saying that was only a joke. <laughs> Give a laugh, dark side. That is so funny. Now I really don't believe anything this guy says. I told you, I enjoy his work, but, you know, it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. We're not married. We're married. We're really married. We didn't get married. We faked our marriage. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I'll, I'll tell as far as she, Drew's going, though, is a good ex- explanation for why she's retaining water the way she is. <laughs> he was just trying to help her out. <laughs> oh, that explains it. Julia Roberts and Adam Sandler look to be possibly teaming up for a new comedy about the female version of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> Revolution Studios have bought the rights to an article called Genie in a Bottle, the sex drink that's rocking Little Rock. It's believed to be the film earmarked for Roberts and Sandler. According to Variety, the article centers on Niagara, a new wonder drink touted as the female version of Viagra, which apparently is only sold in this country in Little Rock, Arkansas. 
Yes, they are apparently the exclusive distributors mm -hmm. of the drink. Right. I saw something on this couple went overseas, mm -hmm. had the drink, found they were having relations, started to deal in it, and it's it, there is a story there because they started had a couple cases and people were coming back to buy cases. Now they're selling hundreds of thousands of bottles mm -hmm. and they expect to be selling millions all through them. They have the exclusive distributorship, you know, in the country. Sweet. So, I mean, Adam Sandler and Julia Roberts. Ugh. Two horse-faced bastards <laughs> in the film. Get me in there. They'll have a freaking stable. Well, front row female fans got a little more than they bargained for from Billy Joel at a concert in Denver this week. After high-fiving the men in the front row, Billy then proceeded to French kiss some of the women. Local, market, local marketer Amy Greenberger said, all of a sudden, he grabs my face and dips me and sticks his tongue down my throat. <laughs> she was not pleased. No, so she, that wasn't her plan when she was down there in the front row no. screaming? She said she didn't kiss him back and that she was stunned. You a man. <laughs> He's a sweater, too, that guy. <laughs> what is he yeah. thinking? Uh, you know, well, he figures that they all dig him. Chick wants him. You know, he's got all these women throwing themselves at him. He does quite well for himself. Ricky Brinkley is his wife. And if he's lucky you, you're getting the bonus plan, honey. Yeah. Are there a lot of, nice man once said. There's a lot of people who I like, famous people who I don't want coming anywhere near me. Billy Joel's on that list. Shut <laughs> up! I mean, I, I love his music, but I don't... I don't want any stranger coming up and French kissing me. Now, Let me just not say, that I have done it or would do it, uh, at, you know, but, but I will say on Billy's behalf, you definitely get the feeling from some of the female fans that they really want you. I mean, want, want, that they just, you know, want to have you in a sexual way. And so, I mean, you get that feeling quite often. From the uh, mm -hmm. intense excitement some of the female fans are, the way they're expressing themselves, and when they f flip their boobs out, it always is a good sign mm -hmm. as well. But uh, I don't know if you see that much intensity at a Billy Joel show, <laughs> though. Somehow, I don't think that's quite called for. So, I mean, he could have been misled. What has he said about it? I don't know what he said about it. Darkside was down in the front row once, gave Billy the reach around. Billy wasn't pleased. <laughs> Came <laughs> the old how's your father, you know? <laughs> At the age of 56, Eric Clapton is set to become a father again. His 25-year-old American girlfriend, Malia McHenry, is due to give birth in just two months. They're don't, they don't have plans to get married, at least not right now, but I guess they're going to have the baby with both of them, and he's making his home ready. I cannot believe that. Cannot believe that. He's only 10 years older than me? <laughs> I thought he was like 20 years older than me. Sorry. We're that close. How old is his girlfriend? 25. Eh. Tony Randall laughs at him. <laughs> He's got nothing on Tony Randall. Well, the place to be in July for Doors fans is Paris. The Doors website reports Warner International and Electra Records will host a celebration 
of Jim Morrison's life on July 3rd in Paris, the 30th anniversary of his death. Oh. Parisian officials. Somebody called. They thought you forgot that, Beth. Oh. Yeah, somebody calls at John said, you forgot Jim's anniversary. No. Beth wouldn't forget that. She loves the Wizard King. I do. Uh, officials expect up to 50,000 people to make the pilgrimage to the burial site at that time. Raymond Zarek will be on hand. Showing Doors films and signing autographs as part of the celebration. And selling CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. All right. You're in the front row oh. at a Doors show. Doors prime. Lizard King at his best. Lizard King steps off the stage and shoves his tongue down your throat. Your reaction, Miss Lockwood. Okay, if I'm single at the time. You're single. I wouldn't be that upset. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, in fairness to Jim, Billy Joel's no Jim Morrison. I'll tell you that right now. Got some old grain guy with a chubby grain guy jamming. It's like Sean French kissing someone in his audience. Oh, man. <laughs> Note to self. Don't stand in the front row at a fault line show. What are you talking about? A lot of women would like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got Stop kind it. of the piano man look. You got the piano man look. Good looking guy. He's very good looking. Uh, and finally, Grateful Dead fans can now get a taste of Bob Weir's cooking via the internet. Weir has created a website for his cooking sauces at weirsauces.com, all one word. One is an American Southwest sauce called Snake Oil Stir Fry. The other is an Asian Pacific one called Other World Wok Sauce. Proceeds go to the Further Foundation that funds environmental and social issues. So he's the, isn't he the straight one, Bob Weir? No. <laughs> the, one of them is a, one of them was always straight. I thought I would say straighter. Uh, no, no one in that band was straight. I would I would say Mickey Hart, who's one of the drummers, was maybe closest. Uh, but I mean, a bunch of their organ players died. Garcia was effed up. Bob Weir was effed up. Phil Lesh was effed up. And then Bill Kreitzman was the other drummer, and he was really effed up, too. It's like when you talk to Brett Michaels, and he said he was the least of the members, oh. least Com- affected by the members comparatively of Comparatively yeah. sober yeah. and clean. All right. So are there drugs in the recipes? That's my question. I don't think so. <laughs> Why not? I think deadheads would appreciate that. And I'm, the, I'm sickened that you know everybody's name. Nicholas. <laughs> I, I love that band. How could you? I don't get your musical taste. You are all over the road. Yeah, I know, but I mean, most people are anyway. I like a lot of, I do, I like all kinds of music. I mean, they're like great. pop music. The Grateful Dead, they're just, it's so, it's, it's just, well, first of all, you, you should have at least gone to one of the shows because you would have gotten years of laughs and stories out of <laughs> yeah. just attending one. But uh, I don't know, you just in your car and you've got the windows down. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. <laughs> the Grateful Dead. I, I no, loved I, the Grateful Dead when I was in high school and college. So I'm not allowed to go because I don't get high. You don't have to be high. Yeah, a lot of you people. Don't? No. No, there are a lot of people at those shows who are kind of like, you know, the, uh, the stuck up younger people who don't do any kind of drugs. I was told by original Deadheads when I was listening, they were playing me a live album and I'm, I'm going, 
it sounds like crap. They go, oh, well, dude, you got to be high. Play another song. They told me straight out you got to be high. Yeah, that's not true. A lot of their music's really good music. I mean, they're they're great musicians. All right. They are. They're not, so. well, not the same. I, I mean, I don't want to open this can of worms up because last time I did, it's like when I crashed the Dave Matthews band. I get like a series of annoying emails about how wonderful the dead are. You know, people, just rest your sphincters here, okay? You Trust me. Deadheads don't need my approval. They don't need my approval, right? It's you know, over, Johnny. I mean, they're doing very well. They've had a much better career than I ever had in music. More success. I think the guys in the dead are totally comfortable with me not liking the band. Probably. <laughs> I think they're okay about that. What so. if you found out they were a big fan of yours? <laughs> That makes it a little difficult. <laughs> uh, still like Peter Tork's reaction when I asked him how Twisted was. What was it? How did Twisted Sister affect his life? When he said, "What did he say?" Revulsion and disgust. Revulsion Revulsion and disgust. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Scores yesterday: Red Sox eight three over Tampa Bay. Yankees needed seventeen innings, but they did finally beat Toronto six five. Hockey winners: Philadelphia, still St. A win. Louis, and Dallas. It's still it a win. Still in that W column, D. Don't worry. That's right. Sunny, high in the low 60s today. Tonight, clouds, showers after midnight and in the mid-40s. Tomorrow, cloudy, a few showers around and in the mid-60s. Right now, it's 36 at 840. Psycho Dan's on my side. He sent me a message that I'm grateful they're all dead now. Psycho's too young. <laughs> Good call! <laughs> well, they're not all dead. A few of them. There's still some living ones. They can't still... all be STP, Psycho Dan. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, I think the Grateful Dead community can live without Psycho Dan <laughs> in the audience. I'm Trust surprised me, you can. Psycho doesn't like the dead. <laughs> Look, um, does anybody here remember the, the toy My Little Pony in the 80s? You uh -huh. kids are children of the 80s. My Little Pony. Ah! Ah, yeah! I found an interesting quiz because My Little Ponies had interesting names and very actually kind of porn starish. Like, I'm wondering who actually named these things. So I got this list of the names of porn stars and the names of My Little Ponies. And we'll see if you can tell which is which. All right? We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll give a little quiz to my dear co-host, my show co-host here, you know? You guys, matter of fact, I barely remember that because in the 80s I was on tour, remember? But uh, you guys were home watching TV and stuff, so you probably do better than I would on this because I wouldn't have a clue. So stick around. Plus, we've got some uh, email reactions also to read to you uh, regarding seatbelts. I got a lot of reaction. Uh, surprise, surprise. And more on D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. There's something to say to me. Can I come over? D Snyder Radio. It's in the guy's ass. That's not the real story. Nick, you rock my box. What's the real story? You rock my world. D Snyder Radio. Born enough to squeeze your cheeks for. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. Next week on T Snyder Radio, look forward to In the Hood with Beth Lockwood, The Shame of the City, Nick Lentino, Nightlife, It's the Streets, in this case, it costs people getting off the second floor on an elevator, <laughs> special edition of The Family Feud, Sagan's Evans with Psycho Dan, what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Oh, it's jam-packed next week, jam-packed. 
But right now, we need some traffic, our final traffic update of the week from Psycho Dan. This traffic report is brought to you by Call Before You Dig. Dig safely, Connecticut. Call Before You Dig, 1-800-922-4455. For more information, visit the Call Before You Dig website at www.cbyd.com. Light traffic all around, 84 east and west. Both look good right now, 91 north and south. Both delay-free, and Route 2 is a smooth ride. At 848, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Okay, you know, people write to me at Captain Howdy at Radio104.com with their reactions, responses. Sometimes it's just saying nice things. I don't answer any letters. I read every single one religiously while I still can. Sometimes it takes me a while to catch up with all the mail. And, um, and you know, so and even if you just want to say something nice, that's cool too. People react, but just a few quick thank yous to uh, Anthony M. in North Haven. Thanks, dude. The honor is mine. Deborah from Texas, who probably isn't listening anymore. That sucks. Oh, no, no. She's come up here from San Antonio, Texas. And she says, what a great morning show. They don't got anything down there like these night of radio. Just makes me know, Beth, that we are we're designed to be a national syndication. Also, here's a former KISS listener who uh, now is a loyalty night of radio fan. Gabby takes it off in Bristol. And this is uh, Cap. Captain Strandy. Also, thank you very much for your letter. Now, some reactions. We were talking about seatbelts and who wears them and things like that. How did we get into that? Was that a news story again it was yesterday? Was D. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, here's some things. Uh, we had said, uh, Mike in Bristol writes and said, I heard you talking about seatbelts today. While I normally encourage everybody to wear a seatbelt, I think you should do everything you can to keep Nick from wearing his. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You should spite and him and wear it, Nick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I will. That would teach him. <laughs> or, to know that there are people out there who like, are very happy to hear you don't wear it. Or I'll look for him on the road and take him out, run him right off in my Civic. <laughs> Nick traded his airbag for a bottle of wine. <laughs> uh, here's another letter from Ron from Springfield. It says, D, I was a little concerned when I heard Mudbone does not wear his seatbelt. Well, I think I have his answer. He can trade in that Lexus and have the boys over at First Defense set him up with a brand new Mercedes S-Class. First Defense is a place that uh, does some custom work on cars. They really will make life in the hood much more relaxed with threat level 4 armor. With threat level 4 <laughs> armor, Mudbone's new S-Class can handle the worst the hood can throw at it, including landmines and 50 caliber armor-piercing rounds. And yes, Dark said they do trucks, too. Now Mudbone can cruise in style and wear his seatbelt knowing he won't have to make any fast exit from his car. You and Puff Daddy. Mudbone, do you know about those places uh, like First Defense that do armored cars and stuff? No, nah, I didn't know about that. That's, that sounds very interesting. Woo! I need that address. Oh, seriously. Seriously, a lot, a lot of raps, a lot of the rappers have bulletproof glass, you know, armor-piercing armor on their cars, you know, so that, I mean, so that the bullets can't pierce it, stuff like that. Yeah, they have built to withstand an attack. Yeah, yeah, I need that. <laughs> apparently, tu <laughs> apparently, Tupac was having one built just before he mm. died. It, they, was, they were building one for him. So he was aware. You yep. know, so uh, Mudbone, uh, so there may be help with that first defense. That's the name of the company. And lastly, funny story regarding seatbelts. D, my mother has a cockapoo. That's a dog that's part cocker spaniel, part poodle. 
<laughs> and uh, the other day it was raining, and my mom, God only knows why, put the damn dog in a doggy raincoat. Yes, a yellow <laughs> slicker. So she's driving through West Hartford, Hartford, and she got pulled over by a cop. The cop took one look inside and apologized. He pulled her over because the dog was in the back seat standing <laughs> up in the middle console. And she th he thought that she had an unrestrained child in the car. That's hi-ho from Newington. That's pretty funny. Imagine his embarrassment. A <laughs> Fabulous cockerpoo. You should get arrested for owning a dog like that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You never heard of a cockerpoo? I guess, but I never you're think about to, it. <laughs> trying to make him a breed. Cocker Spaniel rapes a poodle and they try to justify it. All right. Um, well, I got this list here and I just thought it was pretty interesting. It's, it's the uh, porn store or My Little Pony quiz. So I'm going to ask you three guys. I'll give you a name and you tell me porn store or My Little Pony. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. First up, Cherry Treats. Beth Lockwood. My Little Pony. Dark Side. Uh, I'll say porn star. Nick? My Little Pony. I would have been all over Porn Star. It's a pony. Cherry Treats. What? what, what who made that? Mattel? I don't, I don't know. I was too old for them. But I remember Who's the commercials. Me? You can brush their little manes. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Number two. Lucky Star. Beth? Uh, porn Star. Dark Side? Pony. Nick? Going for porn here. You, you, you're just copying porn everything star. Beth says, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It is a porn star. I would have thought that was a pony. Yes. I would have thought Cherry Treats was definitely a porn name. It's, but too, it's a pony. It's too out there. Yeah. Okay, three. Love Melody. Ms. Lockwood? My Little Pony. Dark Side? Uh, pony. Nick? Yeah, I got a stick with Pony here. Okay, it is a pony, Love Melody. Okay, number four. Daisy Sweet. Beth Lockwood. Porn. Dark Side? Pony. Nick? Porn. Uh, that's one for you, Dark Side. It's a pony. Days is sweet. All right. All right. Number five, Sunshine Blue. Miss Lockwood? Pony. Dark Side? Blue. Porn. Nick? Porn. It is a porn star. Yes. Oh. Sunshine Blue. <laughs> the blue is a giveaway. All right. Number six, Honey Rose. Beth? Porn. Dark Side? Pony. Nick? Pony. Porn star? Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah, damn. All right. Number seven, Ruby Lips. Hello, Beth Lockwood. <laughs> Porn. Dark side. Ruby Lips. Um, I'll go for Pony. <laughs> uh, lips. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm hoping it's Pony, so let me go with that. It's a Pony. Uh. It's a Pony. All right. Number eight. Misty Rain. Miss Lockwood. Porn. Dark Side. Porn. Nick. Porn. You're all right. It's a porn star, <laughs> Misty Rain. Okay, how about not? Green Eyes. Beth, what do you think? A pony. Dark Side. Porn. Nick. Porn. Porn. Yeah. <laughs> porn. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would have thought Green Eyes had kind of a... Yeah. Oh, green Innocent. Eyes. Come here, Green Eyes. Okay. <laughs> I noticed I didn't include Sean in this competition. He knows them all. It's not fair. He would have been like, you know, the perfect score. He not only knows the porn stars, he knows the ponies, too. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, Heartthrob. Beth? Pony. Dark Side. Uh, I'll go with the porn. Nick? 
pony. It's a pony. Damn. Yeah. All right, number 11. Chocolate Delight. <laughs> Porn. <That's, laughs> Nick, I mean, Dark Side. Pony. <laughs> Nick. Be awesome if it was pony. I'll go pony. It is a pony. Chocolate Delight. That's obviously a male pony. And uh, number 12, and finally, Beth Lock, Beth Lock with Sweetie Pie. Pony. Dark Side. Porno. Nick. Porn. It's a porn star, Sweetie yeah. Pie. So, has anybody kept score here? Yeah, I lost Sean's track. got him. Sean, what do you got? Uh, six for Beth. Ten for Dar- Nick. Wow. Wow. And eight for Dark Side. Yeah. So Nick is the yeah. next the expert. Yeah. <laughs> next to Dude. you, Sean, of course. <laughs> well, I had them all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you accredit to your uh, great success? That was ten out of twelve, Nick Lentino. Uh, yeah. What do you attribute to that? Well, I was into My Little Pony, and, <laughs> and I really like porn a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a That's reaction true. to the porn or the pony? <laughs> That's true. You were just a little in. You yeah. got three years underneath uh, Beth there. So uh, mm. that puts you in the 80s. You were what? Elementary school? Yeah, I was in elementary school, middle school. My Little Pony. Sweet ride, huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Fess up. Did you own it? Did you own My Little Pony? No, I didn't have My Little Pony. My sister might have. I'm sure she did somewhere, but... Yeah, your younger sister, probably. Yeah, but... How uh, many years younger is your youngest sister than you? Three. And your oldest sister is how many years older? Ooh, um, she's, uh, how old am I? 20? She's, uh, six? Yeah, six, seven. Seven years older. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a big, wide gap. Yeah, there's ten years between my older sister and my younger sister. So uh, I, I got to meet a lot of chicks through them. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Yeah, because right, I could hang with a mature woman, and also I could take advantage of a younger oh, woman. Oh, I'm sure that <laughs> her well. friends loved you. Yeah. <laughs> so this, you feel this is what has given you your way with women, your ability to relate to women, that you grew up in a household of women? Yeah. And no, so seriously, though, if you have a couple sisters, you always could tell that, I mean, they're always Guys out there, you could tell who who, who have had sisters because they always do well with women. I think. Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if there's any truth to that or not, but certainly, guys who grow up in households filled with women certainly have a, a, a different appreciation or an understanding. I don't. I don't know if that necessarily holds true. Does Nick? Would you say Nick does well with women? I think I would say that. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of does. I'm not saying in it, all cases. I just say I'm just saying it helps out a little bit to, have, to have a sister or a couple sisters because you you understand the nature yeah, of the, the beast a little better. But what is it? Is it is it the fact that the girls consider you to be a cute guy that's working for you, or is it your rap? That's the question I have. It's not you so know, much Beth, your rap. I mean, um, no, just hanging out with them. Like you understand that's going to take them a while to get ready. You know, you understand that they're kind of like all the stereotypes. Here we yeah. go. Well, you know, messy in the bathroom. They have brushes everywhere, and just you know, everywhere san- <laughs> sanitary stuff for all their vaginas the all over the place. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. okay. <laughs> Clearly, you've got a true appreciation for women. Clearly. <laughs> Surprise right, that rap doesn't work more often. Yeah. So I think I've proved my case. It's purely his looks. That's why he gets over on women. It's Sean, not his charm. You, you just had the brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, actually, I mean, I ha- actually, no, I shouldn't say that because I had like my basically my adopted sister too. All right. And what about yeah. the uh, the mentally challenged kids that used to hang out at the house every weekend? See, I don't like talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> you had them. Can you still hear the chickens laughing, Sean? You can still hear the retards laughing. Sean, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean. That was a, that was out of line. And what about Arnold? <laughs> I hate Arnold. Your little brother Arnold Ziffel got all the attention. <laughs> I hate him. Don't take the yeah. fact that your parents loved the retarded kids more than they loved you <laughs> out on others. Yeah. I don't think it's that they like to love them more. Do you? Do you think it's they love them more? Or you think that sure. it's just that at a, at a very... <laughs> you do. You think they love them more. Yeah. All right. Okay, look. we got to take a break. <laughs> Nick, how are we, we going to handle this now? I definitely have some uh, reactions, email reactions to read and what have you. Um, we'll take a break here. Come back. When are we going to talk to Rob? Uh, in a few minutes. We'll talk to Rob. Are you putting out? Okay. Well, we got some email. Rob Dibble's on the way. Uh, he'll talk about the world of sports and what's going on. I am actually want to ask him what's the longest game he was involved in. Because that 15 inning, was it 15 innings? 17. 17 inning game with the Yankees yesterday is insane. And that's not the longest game on record. Mm-mm. The longest game was actually called after like 30 or something like that. It was a minor league game, though. We talked about the other day, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to ask him about that and a lot more is going on in the world of sports. So stick around. Plenty to do. Plenty to talk about. It's D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D. Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Muslin. There's, there's something. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. When the medication runs out, so does it grip on reality. I don't think anyone really ever thought about it. What you need to do is change that. D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. We're going to talk to Rob Ziffel. I'm looking at Arnold Ziffel. <laughs> and, I said, and I'm just clicking it off my screen and say, Rob Ziffel. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Ziffel in a little bit. Rob Dibble from the Dan Patrick Show on ESPN Radio. The NFL draft is today or this week or what? Uh, it starts tomorrow at noon and it's also on Sunday. Let's see what he's got to say about that. Forget all that. I want to know if he's really buying a Porsche. Well, you like you'd like to have a Porsche. That's right. You said I'd that would at be least your go for a ride in it. Really, a Porsche? You say that like I said I wanted a Pinto. Well, they're kind of gaudy <laughs> Porsches. I think. They're not gaudy. Yes, they are. No, it's not. It's yes, a glorified Volkswagen. It's not a glorified uh, Volkswagen. I have a Volkswagen. Porsche. <laughs> You've got a Porsche. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, and let me see what's going on next week. Do 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 do. Oh, hot or over the top. Uh, found a, a list in a magazine, women's magazine, of things that are hot or over the top. You know, sexual things women do, women do that are considered hot, and when they cross the line and go over the top. And it was quite funny. But then uh, we were all sitting around, and we started talking about, well, what's hot or over the top for men? And we put together our own little list. I might say that there was much laughter and... And I was at one point crying. I was laughing so hard. Uh, and when we were putting the list together, hopefully it's not the case like the, the past week's at home with Mudbone when at the time it seemed funny. 
And then you get there, and it's like no one's laughing. Like we were rolling. What's going on? You know, it was like all of us. Craig Gas. Everybody's packed in the room, cracking wise. You know, so well, we'll find out. That'll be on Monday, and then later in the week, of course, you can enjoy. Brand new offerings from Beth Lockwood in the hood with Beth Lockwood, and uh, and like and at home with Mudbone. But right now, I got some reactions, some of the things that we've been uh, talking about. First of all, some fans who wrote in just to say how much they love the show. People like James and uh, Pat Donahoe, Donahue. I can never pronounce that name from Long Island Sound Beach, saying hey to everybody out there, DJ and uh, K and Kale. K-A-Y-L-E from Windsor Locks. Thank you for your nice letters. Uh, great reaction to Laughter of the Chickens. Ignaps writes in to say, Matt's done it again. The laughing Laughter of the Chickens was phenomenal. The chickens weren't the only ones laughing. My hat is off to Matt. Can't wait for his ne next project. Also, Barb Bauscher says, mad props to you guys on that bit of drama. I feel for Sean, and I feel his pain. Acting and sound effects were awesome. Good job, Matt from Agawam. This could be the radio version of the Oscar, if there was one. <laughs> An Oscar. Do they have Oscars? And Genghis John writes, the laughter of the chickens was funny as hell. Everything about it was awesome, from Sean's acting to the outstanding production values. And look out, Craig Gass. Here comes D. Snyder. You did an excellent imitation of Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. Actually, I was playing Anthony Hopkins playing me. And speaking of Anthony Hopkins, wouldn't he make a great celebrity lifeline in Sagan Z Voss? If only we could get him. Maybe, yeah, maybe one day if I'm not here, he could phone <laughs> in and be a lifeline. That'd be too many hats to wear on that day. You know, I think maybe you should have a little music, Maestro, if I'm going to do D-mail, be a little more official. Well, 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 well. Subject D on MTV. There's a couple letters regarding that. D, just a few minutes ago, John Norris of the News Department of MTV did a report such as best about you and Christina Aguilera are similar. That's a sentence. That is in the hair. Well, at the end, John Norris said, D. Snyder lives. Thank you, John. From Mike. Yeah, you do too, pal. That guy has been around for ages. He's really good. I like him. Uh, and, you know, I talked to him, you know, and he, I said, dude, you've been doing this quite a while. And, you know, and he looks great. But he's definitely, he's not one of those little kids. He's got his hair all styled like he's some kid, you know. But uh, he's been around for a while. He said he has a picture at home that's aging. Well, he, he's not. Oh, he, they, the, the, <laughs> the portrait of John Norris. He must yes. uh, want to stay there because I, I really think that he could do a lot of different things. Also, uh, it's unusual to see that kind of longevity at MTV or VH1. They burn through VJs like nobody's business. And few of them have careers afterwards. Uh, let's see. D, what's up? I was watching TRL today on MTV, and they were talking about Christina Aguilera's hair, and they mentioned you like two or three times and how she was following in your style of an all-out puffball. <laughs> I didn't call it the puffball in the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Puffball. They also snuck in a quick flick of you with the do. Ha! Anyways, we all now know we all now we all know who had it first. Thanks for trying anyways, Christina. Dave from Bristol. Uh, I mean, you know, I would love if she came forward. Wouldn't it be great if she said, actually, I'm a huge twisted fan and uh, you know, and yes, I copped these luck. 
Meantime, she's af- afraid to leave the house in reality. Yeah, like that'll ever happen. Right. All right, let's see. Here's a D. Uh, last week, while I was in Fort Myers Beach, Florida, I saw a hair salon named Twisted Scissors. Ooh. I didn't stop to see if they did mullets. Signed Laura in Cromwell, Connecticut. Twisted sister, scissors, eh? That's close. Uh, smell lawsuit. <laughs> no, actually, I think uh, they're allowed to do things like that. I don't really... I kind of like it when I see stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think it speaks of the names. You know, how, what, a, what a big name it became, like a household word where people are, you know, using it. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls. Powderpuff yeah. Girls, whatever they are. They've got Twisted Sisters on there. Take a picture of it next time. We'll put it up in the office. Yes, I would love to see that. And it'll help with the court case. <laughs> All right, Weeze writes in. Uh, this is, he says, what are these people listening to? That's the subject. D, when I hear a listener complaining that you talk too much about Twisted Sister, like I just did, I have to scratch my head because any open-minded, regular listener knows that if anything... You downplay your role as a pioneer of the metal anthem rock video genre. A successful rock band is like a marriage, and your songs are like your children. It's only natural for you to bring it up once in a while. A loyal listener, please. Thank you, Wiz. I mean, we should run a clock, or you know, on on when I actually talk about Twisted Sister, how much? It is a small percentage of the time. Mm-hmm. Very small. What would you say, Beth Lockwood? No more than 60%. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> no, maybe. And you talk about Sacred Heart, <laughs> Heart and Swim Team all the time. Maybe 4% of the time. Seriously. I, I, Three I, or four, I, I really think. I would say that that's realistic. Yeah. 5%. Be honest, Dark Side. What do you think? Um, of yeah, four would, hours on the air, what percentage of the time? Oh, definitely less than 4%. See, it just stands out because uh, and when I do say it, like emphasizes because of the nature of what I'm saying, Twisted Sister. What do you think, Nick? Uh, I would say that your references are just quick ones. It's not like you're, you know, bringing up a story like, you know, when you were actually singing on stage and, you know, you were right, feeling right, your right. spandex creeping up in your ass crack or something yeah, let like that. Let me tell you about a show we did <laughs> exactly. in Cincinnati once. Yeah, I don't see it like that. They're just nice little stories that kind of happened around the shows, not so much, you know, at the shows. And you can't beat a, you can't beat a story when you're having the whole crowd tell a whole section to F off because they're not standing up and they happen to be handicapped. I mean... That's pricey. You can't beat that. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's just good radio. MTV, no more twisted sister. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, okay. Rob Dibble's on the phone. I bet you... I wonder if he gets accused of the same thing about talking about the day. Okay, let's pick him up. Ladies and gentlemen, a little music my intro. Calls in every week. He's the goods, the nasty boy. Former closer for the Cincinnati Cincinnati Reds. The man's got a World Series ring, for God's sakes. And the co-ho of the Dan Patrick show. Dan Patrick being the hoe. Rob is the co-ho. <laughs> Dude, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Hey, I get every now and then I get this letter from people who say, you're always talking about Twisted Sister, you're always talking about the day. And, I mean, I do reference it sometimes, but it was a huge part of my life. 
now you're on a sports show. Maybe that's different. Do people ever bust on you for talking about the day, or you never talk about it? See, you know what I do? I bust on them. I go, how many innings in the big leagues have you ever pitched? Ooh, good comeback. So you got to say, how many concerts have you ever played? So, but do people say that to you sometimes? Oh, they all give the you... time. People give oh, okay. me, you know, they'll talk about, what do you know about baseball, blah, 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 you know, that kind of crap. So, yeah, you got to go back to the day. I do the day, the morning, the night, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, how many years did you play ball? How many years? Uh, I played 13 professionally and eight and a half in the big leagues. <sighs> and then before time. that, your entire life, right? That's from Since being a kid. I was eight years old. Well, same here. From the time I was eight years old, I said I want to be a rock and roll star. I was in band starting in third grade. It was my entire life until two years ago when I got here. I mean, <laughs> gee, only 44 years of, 42 <laughs> years of my life or whatever it is dedicated to music. I'm supposed to forget that? I agree. I, mean, I, I can't help it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's such a big part of my life. It's like anything. Beth brags about swim team. Dark side brags <laughs> about... really brag about swim team. Brags about smoking pot behind 7-Eleven, getting BJs from Shovelhead. And then, you know, Nick's always bragging about cheerleading, so... Right. Yeah. 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 Mm. Hey, so, uh, so did you see, or he, what, did you, what do you know about that Yankees game yesterday? I mean, oh that was... Oh, my God, what a marathon. I actually was sitting there watching it. Uh, Clemens, Clemens started that game, and uh, he got roughed up early, and then the Yankees came back and tied it at five, and then it was just all she wrote. Let's let's play a nice marathon, and uh, you know that's the type of games that world champions win, and you get into the seventeenth inning, and you scratch out a run, and and you go home happy, and then you got to turn right around and come back and do it the next day. That's the great part about baseball. Oh, and they got to play the Bo Sox today, who they haven't been doing all that well against. No, the Yankees, but you know what? Everybody's having fun beating on the Yankees right now. But once, you know, Bernie Williams comes back and once once the Yankees hit their stride, then, uh-oh, we got to start chasing them again. So right now, everybody's having some fun. Toronto is just playing great baseball right now. They, they're, I don't know, Buck Martinez, uh, former baseball analyst here at ESPN, is doing a tremendous job with some great young talent and some uh, you know young pitchers that nobody thought, including myself, that would do anything this year, and they've been great. What about Boston? I mean, they've got to give credit where credit's due. Oh. I mean, they're missing two key players, and yep. they're still kicking ass. Oh, you know what? Jimmy Williams and Joe Kerrigan, the pitching coach, do not get enough credit. I, I bagged on these guys early. You know, Beth, mm-hmm. Beth can stick this in my face because <laughs> I was saying, you know, you know, Nomo and Castillo and Oka and everybody else, uh, you know, besides Pedro, I didn't think we are going to do anything. And these guys have been stellar. They have been absolutely spectacular, and, uh, you know, the bullpen, as usual, they, they have a very good bullpen, and Derek Lowe's going through a little bit of a uh, rough time right now. But you got Rod Beck, who's got close to uh, 300 saves out there that can step right in and do the job. So, you know, that's that's a luxury that most teams don't have where you have a lot of veterans in the bullpen. And the Red Sox are just solid. I mean, they're, they're solid, and you don't even have your best player, Nomar Garciaparra, who's not expected back to the All-Star break. And if you kick butt until that time, I'll tell you, what these guys going to the playoffs again well you know, rob just hold on a second i'm legally bound to say radio 104 is giving you a chance at 10 grand and a trip every workday more stations more money more winners uh today between noon and 1 p.m on will cow show the cue to call will play if you call number 25 to our nationwide toll-free number 1-877-33 bucks you will win 10 grand and a trip to africa every weekday morning i'll be announcing the one hour window in which the cue to call will play a quarter past each hour on d snyder radio that's between noon and 1 p.m on will cow show today back to you all right that's we just fabulous. last week. I, I love the way you do that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have trouble reading ours. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm not too embarrassed. Uh, last last week we were talking about the longest game in the history of baseball. It was a minor league game, and what was it, thirty innings or something like that? Uh, it was a Pawtucket Red Sox game. I can't remember how many many innings it was. Oh God, every one of those has to be long. <laughs> yeah, <I> said, <laughs> I'm yeah, but didn't like I know, <laughs> and I want to take a ride in your Porsche, but we'll get to that. Oh, later. okay. Right, well, this whole a second. What, I was curious. Yeah, I want to ask you about that in a second. What's the longest game you have ever played in? Um, I would have to say about 18 or 19 innings. Oof. Wow. And, uh, you know, it, it felt like a doubleheader. And, uh, you know, we ended up losing that ball game. But, you know, we, when you think about stuff like that, you, you try at the end of the game, you know, as a pitcher, if, if you know, you know what, we got like a day game the next day in the back of your mind, you're like, you know what, if it's 2-0 and on the hitter, I'm just going to lay a fastball in there and let the guy put it in play. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you actually try to make things happen and, and try to, uh, you know, make your breaks instead of just, you know, a normal game, you try to strike that guy out and pitch around him. But you know what? In the extra inning game, you're just like, hey, I want to get the heck out of here because we got 160 more of these bad boys. Do you ever almost run out of pitchers in games oh, like that? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time, Beth. I mean, and, and you always know that there's there's other guys who pitched in college, like your right fielder, <laughs> Paul O'Neill, who um, he pitched in college. He came in a bunch of games when he was back wow. with the Reds, and and uh, actually hurt his ga- his arm in a game. I mean, he used to have a much better arm than he has now. He hurt his arm in a game in Atlanta. We brought him in for a couple innings in an extra inning game. So you have to know who the guys that mm. can come in because most most everyday players they fool around with knuckleballs and curveballs during warmups. So if they can just throw strikes, you throw them out there when you run out of pitchers. <laughs> you know, and then the guy, funny. and then the worst thing about a D and Beth and everybody is is that sometimes the the next day starter has to be called on to go out there and pitch in an extra inning game, and that throws your whole rotation off. Oh, and yeah. That, that happens a lot, too. All of a sudden, he's sitting there in his, like, you know, his, his warm-up suit and his sneakers, <laughs> and you're like, hey, go put your uni on. You're getting in the game. And those guys are all bummed out. So how many pitches did they go through last night? Oh, God, I don't even know. I haven't read the box score, but it, it's probably about 12, 14 pitchers. I haven't even looked at it. You know, we do the same thing here with morning show producers. Sometimes, you know, we run out of guys to host, and we, Nick, get in there. Take the show. That's right. So I guess we won't be seeing Knobloch on the mound, though. <laughs> All right. So Beth, Beth is dying to hear about Now, do you, do you say well, Porsche or do you say Porsche? You know what, D? It doesn't matter. It goes just as fast, doesn't it, Rob? Uh, yeah, it's, it's damn fast. And uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. I actually asked the dealer when I was at the dealer, and he said, you call it a Porsche, a Porsche. You know, when you're driving around and people are looking at it, it doesn't matter what you call it. They're just going to say, ooh, that's a nice car. So is this true? Yeah. I heard you guys yesterday talking about this. Are you really looking for one? No, I already bought one. You did? Yeah, I drove it to work today. Hey, bring on the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I assume it's black. Yes, it's black and black <laughs> leather. It's yeah. a 911 Carrera. Oh, the Ooh. best kind. And, uh, you know, it, it it flies. I had it out last night, and, uh, yeah, it's got a little giddy up to it. Now, the wife, yeah. you were saying that the wife didn't seem happy, but is she... The wife was happy when she drove it for about uh, an hour and a half. I'll bet she was. I said to her after dinner, I said, I'll clean up the kitchen. You go out for a ride. Hour and a half later, she comes cruising through the door. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's a pretty nice car. What's up? We got a little cruising music for you right here. A little oh, low rider. That, uh, low rider. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you deserve it, bro. You deserve it. So, uh, now, next question is the NFL draft tomorrow. Yeah. Big day. Yes. How things look? And the Chargers got the number one draft pick. 
They've been they've been playing this little uh, posturing game with Michael Vick and saying that they're not going to sign him and stuff like that. The I, I you know what if if you don't sign this guy and he turns out to be a Hall of Famer like Steve Young, you're just crazy. I mean it, they they signed Ryan Leaf a few years ago to a lot of money and they they they're worried about spending 15 million on a signing bonus. So um, you know they, they look at some of the former blunders, but you can't you can't live in the past. I mean they're talking about uh, I think it's Ladanian or Ladanian. Tomlinson and uh, you know for me I need a quarterback and you've got Doug Flutie out there that's going to play for a couple of years and uh, Michael Vick has, has not played a lot of college ball he hadn't taken a lot of snaps but you get him in snaps in practice you get the guy out there in scrimmages and stuff you get him in preseason games you get him in the end of games that you're winning because I think Flutie's going to win a lot of ball games and then you build around Vick for the future but you know to, to say over money and to say that you blundered in the past and you're not going to draft this guy would be ludicrous he could turn out to be the next Steve Young. So I think you you stand a bigger chance of looking foolish by not picking him up than you do letting him go and he's not very good or something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that they'll, if he turns out, like you said, to be a Hall of Famer, they will never live that down. If they buy him up for, for 15, grand, 15 million, obviously, a signing bonus, and he doesn't do all that good, they're not going to look like a-holes. I think they got to cover their asses. Yeah, I mean, you have to roll the dice, and you have to take a guy that's this talented. He is so talented, and I think people forget how talented he is because they haven't been watching him play every day. It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. You haven't seen all his highlights in the in the last couple of days, so you're forgetting how talented this guy is. But, you know, you think about this guy's got a great arm. He's He could be a running back in the NFL He's a tough kid, and uh, you got to draft the kid first. He's that good, and and uh, you know don't don't mess with his head with all the money issues. Just pay the kid the money. You got the money, or you wouldn't be running an NFL franchise. And uh, you know, hope for the best down the road because I think he's going to turn out to be an awesome quarterback. Now, will you please? We, we can't seem to get this through the Nick. He just sent me a message. Aikman's available. <laughs> you tell him it's over. Come on, he's <laughs> the best. <laughs> Let it go. Here's a guy, Rob Dibble. He's a professional. Will you please tell Nick it is over? Aikman's history. Aikman it's over, Jenny. Available to be a broadcaster. Yes, he is. See, that's not fair. Not, not to be a football player. Rob, you know how important playoff experience is. And that guy's got the best record in the playoffs. I would take him up in a second. I think Go Whalers! NFL owners Sorry. are being ridiculous right now because they have the best quarterback out there looking for a job in broadcasting. It makes me sick. You know what, Nick? He's about one more hit away from being a jello brain. <laughs> then he can produce this show. <laughs> There's always that. And I was just handed a slip of paper D, 14 pitchers were used last night seven for the Yankees and seven for the Blue Jays wow. we have people that are sharp they, they don't want to see me screw up on radio <laughs> they almost had to pitch Knobloch almost <laughs> had to bring him in it was that close it was that I close think, I think it was either Don Zimmer or Knobloch <laughs> <laughs> Rob Dibble everybody Rob have a great weekend, pal. We'll talk to you next week. And you can hear Rob every day on the Dan Patrick Show. Like I said, Rob's the co-ho and makes Dan the ho. I like being a co-ho. <laughs> Maybe you got the metal jams coming up or what? Uh, yeah, we do. We got Big Show Stains playing. You talking about the music? Yeah. You want to go? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, yeah, we'll hook you up to that. Anymore. 
Of course. Of course you're invited. Then we got the old school thing. Uh, po- we don't have it, but Poison's coming to town with Warrant and all that stuff. And Poison lassoed me to go up and do a jam with them. So we'll see what happens. All right. You know what? I want to go to that one, too. I'd love to see you get up there and jam. Okay, well, old school. Show you how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> still a little life in the arm. Still a little life in the old arm. school. That's right. I will right, we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Listen right, to uh, Rob every day on the Dan Patrick Show between 1 and 4 p.m., right? Yes. Okay, talk to you next week. All right, take All right we'll take a break. We'll come back. Get back into a little more D-mail. It's actually been piling up for days, Beth. I've had, mm-hmm. You know, I do little readings in between, but we get so much more. Sometimes just about unrelated things and that stuff just backs up so it'll be good to clear some of that out so stick around for more D. Snyder Radio this is Radio 104 Radio 104 what is this an idiot I heard voices that makes sense to me D. Snyder Radio can you give me an example of that Radio 104 now back to D. Snyder Radio we're gonna get back to the old school whoa 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 he's old and brittle I think you're alright oh well that explains a lot Radio 104 Radio 104 presents Loud and In Your Face. You just heard Rob Dibble referring to that. That stained, disturbed, tantric, boy hits car on Saturday, May 12th at the Meadows Music Theater in Hartford. Tickets are on sale now. You can get tickets through all tickets.com locations like Strawberries, LaSalle Music, Coconuts, or you can charge by phone at 1-800-477-6849. And hey, that isn't good enough? Well, tickets are also available at the Oakdale Theater box office or by calling 203 265 1501. That's not good enough? Well, how about this? Starting tonight, you can win tickets every 104 minutes all weekend long. That's right. Giving away a pair of tickets every 104 minutes all weekend to Radio 104's Loud and In Your Face. Brought to you by Planned Parenthood and Dunkin' Donuts, two of my favorite organizations. Tickets are 35 bucks plus service charge. All right. I did my duty. I did my duty, people. And uh, do check out Chaz today, 420 Live. Join Chaz and Cousin Chris for a live broadcast from Harbor Park in Middletown, Connecticut. It starts at 3 p.m. There'll be a munchy buffet, live music from the band's feed, and days amaze me. Plus your chance to win a trip to Jamaica. Uh, Will Cow's got Old School 104 from noon to 12.30. And Carlito has got Playing A-Hole with Chicks tonight. I can it's only imagine. <laughs> Beth, you going to be there? Uh, not in studio. Not in in studio? spirit. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Playing a-hole with chicks. Okay. So, uh, check out Carlito tonight in Scuba and everybody. All right. <clears throat> Music maestro. I'm going to do some... I'm going to clean up some stuff here. It's good. Very happy. All right. Some more thank yous. People just wrote nice letters. People like Dana G. from Old Saybrook. And Megan, uh, an addicted show listener in Meriden, Georgia. Chris from Long Island. Russ. Sorry, dudes. Stick together. Rich S. These people just, you know, hey, how much I love the show. And it's nice to hear that. Dave. Just so encouraging, Beth. Jacob Ripley and Ashley. And uh, all thank you very much. And here's one from Rebecca and Julia. Thanks. Of course, I don't mind. And it's a little, sometimes I send a little message out to the peeps. Terrence Fitzgerald in Rocky Point, Long Island. Dave Lowe, a.k.a. Dave from Wolkett, says he would love to become a VIP, a VIP, any chance. 
it, it, you're not dubbed. Everybody is. You're welcome. I mean, um, somebody, um, I think it was Andrea, came up with the name VIP for people who start coming down to all the 104 events, especially any morning show events. You know, they go to see Nick at the Brickyard, and they'll stop down to see Sean in Fault Line, and they just, we start to know them because they're writing in all the time, and they're, you know, I mean, and, and they just start to uh, we become more aware and have more personal relationship with these people because we see them all the time. It's very easy. Just start showing up. How about Chris and Tom from Meriden? Just start showing up after the show. <laughs> down there, how you doing? Have some stuff for me to sign, say hi, bring a little gift. I mean, you don't have to bring gifts, but that's lovely. I mean, all of a sudden, hey, we know Chris and Tom. We talk about needing haggis, and they bring some in. I think that was them with the canned haggis. Wasn't that them, mm -hmm. Dark Side? Yeah, that was them. I mean, you know, that, that happens a lot, too. We mentioned something. Like, I, I keep mentioning I hate Bon Jovi, and I get these great stickers from Fresh Frankie of the John and Minnie show. He makes them up for me, Bon Jovi, with the, with the Ghostbuster symbol over it. You know? All of a sudden, now I know Fresh Frankie. How can I forget Fresh Frankie? I love those things. Okay, now to some proper D-mail. Um, subject, Psycho Dan, weakest link woman. Is it just me, or are there a lot of similarities between Psycho's technique on Sagan's Voss and the host of NBC's Weakest Link? No kidding. Yeah. Again, yeah, we're says, getting ripped off. Psycho, that's not right. This is uh, the show is not really uh, an what that th the show is not really an import at all. It is brand new, and they stole Psycho's technique from the speed round. And he has another theory that maybe Psycho is secretly a middle-aged British woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's Birdie's from Canton. Um, He's not. Is not. He's not. Right. Okay. Subject: Football. D. Mark my words: Tennessee Titans are going all the way. Darkside, any opinion on that? <laughs> you bunch it's of losers! Kind of I mean, it's tough to make a call like that so early. I mean, the season hasn't started. I know. They don't even have the draft until this weekend. <laughs> Watch this. Hey, Darkside, who's going to win this year? Yeah, probably Buccaneers, I'd, I'd say. <laughs> going all the way? Yep, pretty much. Okay, Big dance. Hang in there, kid. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nick, Cowboys? How about, the, how about those Cowboys? Of course. All right, there you go. <laughs> Here's a letter that says, D, I live in Cincinnati, Ohio, but I fly into Hartford each week to work with my client in Simsbury. I remember this guy. He's written before. He has? Yep. Well, I hope this is an old letter. It's, uh, I'm usually not a fan of morning radio shows because I spend the whole morning listening to them uh, laugh at themselves when nothing funny ever happens. See Bob and Tom. However, I've been flying back and forth to Hartford since August and must say that I am a huge fan of D. Snyder Radio. Sure, it took a few months to get past listening to Nick laugh through his teeth every morning, but I really like the genuine nature of the show. Nick, you are holding us back. You're like a friggin' anchor for games. <laughs> 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 I'm only kidding, pal. Most of the out-of-towners on, on my project like the show. If you ever have any plans to syndicate in Cincinnati, let me know, and I will spread the word that this is one morning show that is worth listening to, Cincinnati Rob. We get letters like this often from people from other states and other cities who say they love our show and when are we coming out there? We should hang on to all of those as evidence. Well, that's why I read them. Oh. We're not crazy. It's happening, people. We're going to the coast. I know, I haven't said it in a while. That's because it's happening, people. Subject, Nick, moron or genius? 
<laughs> Think about it. Is that a Everybody... rhetorical question or did you want <laughs> us to try to guess? <laughs> that was the tease. Oh. Everyone expresses what a moron Nick is. This can't be further from the truth. He has mom and dad paying his speed pass. Mm. pass. He gets Radio 104 to let him host the Brickyard events, and I'm sure that comes with perks. He uses the radio show to attract pity sex. <laughs> he hangs with Sean, which makes him look good. If I had more time, I'm sure I could think of more, but Nick is an absolute genius. A loser, but a smart loser. Love the show. Listen every day, usually just to hear Nick say something stupid, sign Vector. Yeah, I mean, there is a, there is a view here of Nick's lifestyle where you can say he is quite making out kind of nice. He's really just all going along for a free ride. I mean, what does he actually what do? You do? <laughs> going for a free ride. Radio station owes me. They're indebted for me for years. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Yeah, that's what Manuel they, told me just the other yeah. day. I mean, oh yeah, they put him at the brickyard. No, the brickyard asked me to be there. So, Vector, yes, I am a genius. But, you know, it's not all easy. There's a lot going on up there. It takes up a lot of my day to sort out everything that's going through my mind. It's a burden. Being a genius is an albatross around Nick's neck. It is. <laughs> exactly. I know, he's an al- I know Nick's an albatross around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Beth. Sure. Subject, House of Hair, which is on, by the way, 11 p.m. right here at Radio 104 every Saturday night. D, as usual, you always sound great every morning. I had a chance to watch some of your VH1 special, and I really enjoyed it. Now, for your House of Hair show, dude, you have to calm down and use your real voice. Stop trying to sound like a top 40 DJ. You're much better than that. All the best, John. Tootheads, doper, nose candy, coke. I'm very fired up. And it's, I'm not trying to sound like a DJ. It's that damn copy they give me. I alter it and put in all sorts of humorous stuff. But when you're reading Warren's back out on the road and doing that 12-city tour, it just sound like Casey Kasem. It's, it's nightmarish, really. When you, I'm nightmarish. when you do the hair bands on VH1, I think you were halfway between this show and House of Hair. Uh, yeah, well, because I'm... Yeah. I, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe so. Also, you know, I'm, I'm more up. I'm more on the mic. Yeah, well, I was pretty is, amped up. This is conversational. That's more introing and back selling and front selling songs. So it's a different kind of environment. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to convince people that this music is actually happening. Yeah, it's like if you were up on stage <laughs> doing one of your shows. Now this is me bringing up Twisted Sister, not D. And you just talked like you're talking now. It wouldn't have the same effect. Like if you said, well, yeah. hey, USMFs. Yeah, what's going on? Let me hear you. Good ya. to see you all here tonight. And Hello, uh, Chicago. We'll do a song for you called Burning Hell right now. <laughs> right. I hope you enjoy this. So stick around. <laughs> right. Burning Hell. You got to say, Burning Hell, yeah! You got to get nuts. All right, speaking of getting nuts. Subject, Montreal's Hard Rock Cafe. D, I was in Montreal this past weekend, and one of the places we went was the Hard Rock Cafe. We stopped by again for a few drinks on Saturday night when We're Not Gonna Take It started to play. D, the effing place was rocking. Not a single person was sitting down. Everyone's singing along and getting loud. I thought how cool it would have been if you had been there to see it yourself. Just wanted to let you know. Keep up the good work, Chuck. Awesome. Yeah, yeah Chuck, we have definitely got, we have definitely got uh, a huge fan base. Uh, but that's, that sounds like it is an anthem. I mean, the song transcends my own band. And all I can say, I'm glad I have the royalties to that song. <laughs> they may not remember who sang it, but I damn well do know who wrote it. 
Okay, here we go. Oh, this is interesting. This is, uh, we haven't spoken about this in a while, but it's very, uh, it's still pertinent. The uh, subject, hot or not. I was recalling the show when you guys were discussing hotornot.com and your methods of rating people. At the time, I was thinking it was no big deal that you rate the good-looking people that know they're good-looking a one, and the fairly good people, but more modest-seeming people, at te- at a te- put them at a 10. That seemed like a fair thing. Put the pretentious people in their place and give the average people an ego boost. Well, I just put my pick up on the site, and I have a bunch of ones and twos mixed in with the real scores. And I got to say, it's not nice. Mm. I didn't put my picture up there thinking I was going to get all tens or anything, but I was hoping for an honest assessment, and that has been really skewed by people that rate pictures using your method. It's unkind. A person's rating should be based on how appealing you actually find their appearance, not on how you want to manipulate their score. Yeah, Dark Side Dave. <laughs> Much love, Sarah. It's Sean. a man, baby! <laughs> Dark Side, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you got to go online just to have people tell you how good-looking you are, you deserve the ones. I got to say, Sarah, and I'm reluctant to say this, but we noticed that when we add our ones, it doesn't really change the average all that much. Mm-hmm. Most people are honest, I think. You know, it, right, Dark Side? Have you noticed that? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know? I wouldn't put my picture up there. I'm not going to take, I don't want to have the crap kicked out of me. Okay, I I know where I stand. Okay, so I, I'm no fool. And look at Sean was debilitated. <laughs> He's been angry ever since. <laughs> he lashed yeah. out at everybody else the on the website. Ugly. But I have a new rating system though. I thought about what I was doing, and okay. I decided to give like all the girls that are bleach blondes and they have a decent body, they get an automatic ten because that's my preference. And Asian women too, if they've got a good body, I like Asian women, so they get a ten. Everybody else ones across the board. Watch out, bleach blondes and Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody ones across the board. How's your photo on likemynudephoto.com working out? Zero. So Sean, I would get a one from you. No, well, no, Beth. Under your rating system, no, I'm but, not a bleach blonde and I'm not Asian. But, Beth, you're special. I'd get tagged with a one. Oh, you don't know me but from you Adam know, if no, I'm on there. She was there. just up there. If I if saw you. If she was up you. there, you'd so give her a one. Totally. I, yeah, but I know Beth. If I saw Beth's picture up there, I would give her a ten. Oh. Um, yes, but that's not ah! the point. I don't need your pity, Vosh. Don't well, patronize me. Well, it's like D says, if they like, you know, if they like him, he likes, you know, likes them. Oh, so what a scumbag. If, if I knew the person on the site and if I knew they liked me, then I'd give them, I'd float them a 10. Oh, thanks, Okay. You throw them a freaking bone. All right, two <laughs> more here, and then we got to take a break. Uh, D, in Port Jefferson Station, there are a couple of abandoned houses on Nesconset Highway. I know where that is. I'm in the Terryville Volunteer Fire Department. We had a drill at one of the houses. There was a shrine to the 80s. This was a shrine to the 80s. On one of the bedroom doors, it said Judas Priest is metal. I also found a slew of metal mags, Ozzy Osbourne 8-tracks, along with other 80s stuff. One thing that stuck out was on one of the walls, it said, D is God. I don't think this house has been lived in since 1989. <laughs> uh, and dude, also you cut me off when you made a left onto this constant highway from Terryville Road. Sorry, dude. You uh, are a god. Thank you. I would love a picture of that, Jamie. Any chance of you getting that? Take a photo of it and send it to us here at 10 Columbus Boulevard. 
that would kill. I just love to see a photo of Dia's God spray paint on a wall. And lastly, and I think this is a good question from Michelle and Danbury. It really is an ask, Nick. But what the hell? I didn't include it this week, so I'll just get. I'll do it now. From time to time, was it from that? What does it say? I'm sorry. I, was, I remember when your first when your show first started, and Nick was just an intern. From that time until about September 2000, he was always trying to get with Beth. Now I know that she's engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. But but what? That's it? Nick's just giving up? His feelings turn off just like that? Or is he trying not to step on Glenn's toes? Just wondering if I missed something. Michelle and Danbury. Yeah, what does it do with that dude? Mm. You clearly had a thing for Beth. And then all of a sudden, Glenn arrived, and you just shut down. No, I still have a thing for Beth. That's why he's drinking so much, Beth. (laughs) Yeah. I can't be responsible. No, I I still have a thing for Beth. Um, You know, I know she has a thing for me, but she's kind of repressing those feelings. And I have to give respect to Glenn, because I didn't know him. Um, that well, but I know him better now. So, I mean, he has my approval. Oh, well, then so, I guess we can go ahead and get married. Well, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Like, you could marry him. But don't, uh, there's always that chance of um, me, you know, coming in. Steaming in at the last minute, like uh, Dustin Hoffman, the graduate <laughs> of exactly. the stained glass window. And I was leaving on the, yeah, and I was leaving on the bus. Runs down and gets on the downtown Hartford bus with you. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, that's going to happen. I'm going to give you five bucks to cover his mouth during the entire ceremony. (laughs) (laughs) Five bucks? Five whole bucks? Five whole bucks. (laughs) All right. What happens someday, Dee, if those feelings that I am clearly repressing deep, 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 deep deep. down inside, you know, bubble up five, ten years into the marriage? Mm. You might spontaneously combust. (laughs) Well, I'm up for affairs, you know. Oh, a little little fling on the uh, side. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good to know. No oh. problem. Just keep that. Jot that down, Beth. Okay. I, what we learned today is next. And a Thor, the love warrior, has made his entry for what he learned this week. He learned Nick would prefer booze over his own family. <laughs> Nick often looks at and smells Dark Side's ass. Uh, the next item going up online on KissOnline.com is probably going to be Paul Stanley. <laughs> Al Pacino is no help in Saga Divas, clearly. Sean probably didn't enjoy feeding the pigs because it meant less for him. I don't know what that meant. Less oh, it meant less for him. <laughs> oh, okay. People who don't like D or D Snyder Radio are usually schizos. Men are very protective of their holes. Wow, that was early in the week, that story. Mm. This guy's paying attention. Nick somehow figured out a way to ruin at home with Mudbone. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's idea of backing you up is sitting in the car, <laughs> smoking a cigarette, listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, even Beth can screw up. By the way, that was some pretty funny excrement. Thor, the love warrior. Hey, what did you learn today? Give us a call at 860-666-4444. Tell us what you learned. If we like it, there's a D. Snyder Radio prize pack with your name on it, plus bragging rights. Call now. We'll be right back. This is D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Call D now. 666-4444. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Radio 104. 
saying I kind of like it? Uh, I guess so. You hear a voice saying, I kind of like it. Odd placement. I never noticed that before. Well, another week gone by. Spring is arriving this weekend. Really, people. Truly, truly. It's going to be a nice weekend. And even if it's crappy weather, it's still a couple of days off, which everybody's got to love. So let's get to it because Will Cow's waiting in the wings. Time to do a little singing. What we learn, what we learn today. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. Let's see who we got here. Fabulous. We got Jim from East Hartford. Good morning, Jim. It's D. How are you? Hey, how you doing, D? I'm doing good, buddy. So what did you learn today? Well, I learned that uh, because Nick is filled with so many impurities, if he starts drinking water on a regular basis, he'll dissolve. <laughs> it's just he'll the whole thing. He'll actually wash himself out of his system completely. <laughs> There'll be nothing left. I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> and if Sean puts odor eaters in his shoes, he'll disappear in three steps. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. I couldn't resist. Uh, oh, Ms. Lockwood. I learned that it's really tough to tell the difference between a porn star and a My Little Pony. Yeah, especially that, what was that chocolate one? Chocolate really Delight, was it? Chocolate, yeah, chocolate Delight. delight. I, for sure who names porn? a horse Chocolate Delight? Like Black Beauty, I guess. Oh, those people over <laughs> at Mattel were having a blast. Whoever made those damn things. Let me talk to Lisa from Stratford, Connecticut. Good morning, Lisa. How are you doing? Hi, D. So, Lisa, tell me, what did you learn today? I learned that Nick can compete with Sean in the porn department. In the what department? In the porn. Oh. He was able to name 10 out of the 12. Yeah. That's pretty good. Now that I think about it, good observation, Lise. What do you, how do you explain that? That's a, you're fairly you're competitive in that scumbag category there, Nick. <laughs> That's right. I well, could maybe, be a scumbag from time to time. Maybe he knew the ponies. Mm. Oh, yeah, he knew the ponies all right. Hold on a second, Lisa. Ponies. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess that's because you, you live next door to Pike for so many years. That's right. I mean, the kid would come down with big cardboard boxes full of porno. So, kind of got exposed to that. That, uh, that seamier world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll I, I tell you, man. You're, I think, I may, be, I, may be, I may be going crazy here, Beth, but I think you'd get an apartment in Enfield, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be close to mom and dad and... And just be right over there, just over the town line, just <laughs> hanging out with Mudbone and, and Sean and yeah, everybody. Yeah. So, Dark Side, Dave. Uh, well, dance, you bastard, dance. <laughs> I learned that um, one of my idols. Mr. Billy Joel is more of a ladies' man than we thought. Yeah. Just hopping off the stage, going down to the front row, and getting a little action right there in the uh, right there in the auditorium. Good Imagine stuff. he had a tongue like Gene Simmons; he could have licked her intestines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, let me see. Oh, we got Rich from West Haven on the phone. Hey, Rich. Good morning. Hey, D. What's up? How you what doing, I man? What today? You? Yeah. What is that? Who needs low jack when I have D jack? As long as I have a D sticker on my car, the peeps to the rescue if it gets stolen. Well, we hope. So far, only one innocent guy got his ass kicked. <laughs> uh, we're, we don't know if the car has been recovered yet, but we're hoping the D jack 
We, we can make millions on this, Beth. Millions. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Rich. Nikolai. Well, gee, uh, today I learned that there's an ugly people school, and um, we got our own little home room here between uh, you, Dark Sun, and Sean. <laughs> What's that? You know what? You're right. And we hate pretty boys. Let's say we find a locker and stuff his ass into it. Kick his ass. Yes. Hold him, Sean. We'll take him after the show. We'll, take, we'll pull his pants down and throw him into the cafeteria. Ugly school hijinks. Come on. Let's talk to Richard from Southington. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. Um, I learned that you should wash your hands after t- contact with Darkseid for fear that you may get E. coli. <laughs> God, I'm getting picked on by a 12-year-old. <laughs> That's okay, dude. Take it like a man. <laughs> That's not right. Good one, Richard. Good one. It was one. a good one. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm not yeah. give anybody E. coli. <laughs> Hey, Michelle, she, she, she holds on to you a little bit more. Uh, okay, okay. What did I learn? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I learned Dibble had a, played an 18-inning game. I just couldn't imagine that. I learned that they deliberately try to... I, you know, I wonder what it's like. They, they deliberately try to pitch to the batters just to make something happen. You know, they, mm-hmm. they stop... They stopped trying to strike him out, and they tried just to get a ball in play. So that I, I had no idea. I wondered what it would be like to be on a field there. And that never happens with rock concerts, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they never have, like, what's the longest show you ever did? Oh, this one time, it just wouldn't end. We were up there for three days. You know, it's just like, you do your set, and you're gone. I can't, I, now I know. A little insight. And I also learned from Rob, it's not just me. He gets crap for, you know, talking about when he played with the Reds, you know? And, and, and what, what, was, what was his response to them? Oh, how many innings of professional right. baseball have you played? Yeah, that's a good response. You know what? Get off my dick. How many... Cabot, of course. How many... <laughs> how many concerts and coliseums have you done? Thank you, Darkside. You just upset, my roof, Sean. <laughs> uh, you know what? Read me back the minutes there, Sean. All right. Jim from East... <laughs> yeah, wait for your music, will you? <laughs> Jim from East Hartford learned that if Nick starts drinking water on a regular basis, he's going to dissolve. Lisa from Stratford learned that Nick can compete with me in the porn department. I doubt it. Rich from West Haven learned that who needs Lojack when there's now they're D-Jack. And Richard from Southington learned that you should wash your hands after touching Dark Side because you might get a cold eye. Everybody was funny. Yes, they were. They were strong. <laughs> strong today. Uh, I'm leaning toward Richard, though. Yeah. Are we allowed to give Richard a, a, a T-shirt? Why not? Of course. Just want to check. Don't know if there's any rules here, but uh, Richard? Yep. Who's the man? No. You're the man. Bragging yeah. rights, dude. Yes. Yes, yes. Are you are you a friend of Klepto Kyle's? No. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. You're a smart kid. You're a smart kid. Hold on a second. We'll get your info and we will hook you up. Okay, man. Okay. Uh, have a good weekend. <laughs> What's he doing out of school? Uh, and Lisa, Rich, Jim. On another day, each of you would have been a winner, but unfortunately not today. Rich is the winner, and it is time for us to ride off into the sunset.
before I forget, say hi to Nick tonight at the Brickyard, right, Nick? Sorry, 10 to midnight. Okay. And Darkside Dave, where are you going to be? Tomorrow, the liquidation sale at the Hartford Civic Center. I'll be there from 11 to 1. And be sure to listen to Darkside Dave in the morning between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. with D Snyder Radio Encore is played. Anybody else appearances that I'm missing here? Sean, you playing or performing? Oh, you and you and Psycho Dan are spinning some records, right? Yeah, we're going to be at the Meeting House in Tallinn. Psycho is going to be bringing all his STP albums. It's <laughs> the only thing he's going to play. And then I'll play, of course, a variety. Okay, and there's going to be a fist fight halfway through their set. <laughs> yeah. Should be a lot of fun. Remember, all weekend long, starting tonight, loud and in your face tickets will be given away every 104 minutes. Next week on D-Sider Radio, well, Monday on D-Sider Radio, look forward to the family feud. And do go to Radio104.com and answer our survey questions at the Peeps poll. And uh, hot or over the top, we're going to share with you some, you know, some guidelines for men and women. You know, what's hot and what is over the top. Hopefully, Christopher Walken was supposed to call in today. We'll call in on Monday. Apparently, had a sore throat, and his voice wasn't up, <laughs> up for it. You know how that can be. And this and next week, look forward to In the Hood with Beth Lockwood. Shame of the city. Nick out there on the streets. Um, the latest offering from Matt from Agawam, Agawam. Ken Burns' documentary, which will be very nice. And we got a D Snyder Radio Bastards test that we're going to be running by sometime during the week as well. Let's see. Thank you to Rob Dibble. Got to thank Rob. Calls in every week. He's a good guy. Good friend of the show. And a rocker. You got to love that about him. Coho of the Dan Patrick Show on every afternoon on ESPN Radio uh, 1410. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. Let's see. Thank you, Matt from Agawam, for your work. We do appreciate it. Sobe Beverages. We need restocking. Come on. Keep your ears open for Talking Dirty with Beth Lockwood. That means I want you listening for something Beth says that if we put it taken completely out of context, will sound like she has potty mouth. Is that too much to ask? Send your ideas to Captain Howdy at Radio104.com. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. See you bright and early Monday morning. We're doing this again, right, Nick? 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Okay, cool. See you there. This is D-Sider Radio. It's Radio 104.